Welcome to the Uncomfortable Conversations podcast, the untold stories of the 3HO Kundalini Yoga community. I'm your host, Guru Nishan. I want to thank you for listening and sharing the podcast with those that you love. And if you'd like to donate to this podcast, you can make it one-time or ongoing donation at gurunishan.com slash uncomfortable conversations. As always, at the beginning of every episode, I like to share the intentions for why I started this podcast. Number one, to break the veil of silence that is long permeated and continues to strangle the 3HO Kundalini Yoga community in the name of neutrality. Number two, to validate and help clarify the complex feelings of those who have joined this lifestyle, were born and raised into it, and or who have practiced or taught Kundalini Yoga. Number three, to encourage active listening to uncomfortable conversations from our community as a revolutionary act of self and collective healing. Number four, to let survivors know that we see them, we hear them, we believe them, we love them, and we will fight for their truth to be addressed. Number five, to let teachers who are denying, gaslighting, or spiritually bypassing know that what they are doing is willfully ignorant and re-traumatizing victims. Number six, to illuminate the inherent racism, homophobia, cultural appropriation, and exploitation that perpetuates the teachings, 3HO lifestyle, and overall community ethos. Number seven, to stop the perpetuation of gaslighting and victim shaming by naming it for what it is. Number eight, to dismantle internalized shame, guilt, toxic positivity, and lightwashing mentality. Number nine, to honor all of the parts of ourselves that have been forgotten or silenced. Number 10, to honor each and every body that has come through our community, both named and unnamed. And number 11, to encourage people to do their own research, to process their own emotions, to get somatic therapy and other therapy and support as needed, to draw your own conclusions, and to be critical thinkers rather than to just blindly follow anyone. Please remember that your story matters. Please share it when you're ready. We're here to listen and to support you. I want to welcome today's guest to the podcast. His name is Sidi Ohm, and he was born Ivan Sanchez in Mexico City in 1971. He graduated from the National University of Plastic Arts with a degree in graphic communication. 
being a restless seeker of answers and in the midst of incessant alcoholism and deep depression, he begins to take regular kundalini yoga classes in February of 2006. Making great changes in his life, he takes his practice to the next level with teacher training at Rama, Mexico in 2009. By 2010, he dedicates himself to teaching kundalini yoga classes. And by 2017, he graduated as a level two teacher. During those years teaching kundalini yoga classes and along with his work as a graphic designer, he developed his dream of becoming a lead trainer and teacher of future kundalini yoga teachers in association with 3HO and KRI, the Kundalini Research Institute. In 2019, he starts an internet radio show called Humo, Homo Unidad Radio, where he shares his yogic lifestyle grounded in daily life. It wasn't until the Premka book release in 2020 that sent him into confusion, but until not until 2020, 2020, 2021, that he finally cut ties with the Rama Mexico City 3HO base, teacher training organization, and 3HO altogether. Today, he is the founder of Ganesha Espacio Community. He has changed his name to City Ganesha and is bringing yoga and meditation to low and middle, uh, middle income people. Currently spends most of his time teaching classes online and is passionate about music and cinema. I want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you so much, City Ganesha or City Om. Gracias, me perdón, mi micrófono estaba en silencio. Me siento muy honrado. Gracias por esta invitación y gracias por atender a mi llamado tal cual como lo hicimos, como lo dices, que en el momento en el que uno se siente listo es cuando puede expresarlo. Caro. So he is very thankful and honored for the invitation. He is, um, as you mentioned before, he is now ready to express and to let others know what has happened and how he has been in growth. Yeah, I want to thank you for being here. When you reached out on your email to me initially, you really shared this really uh, tumultuous journey of a practice that you had dedicated your life to over time and then slowly recognizing that you were so infused in the system that you couldn't recognize the abuse for what it was until you were all the way in. Ella se pudo percibir que en este correo que le enviaste con la historia en donde hubo un proceso tumultuoso eh, en el cual te involucraste en esta enseñanza, en esta práctica y no te diste realmente cuenta eh, sobre el abuso hasta que ya estabas adentro. Muy bien. Sí, Guru Nishan. La verdad es que fueron muchos años de trabajo personal en los cuales yo estaba imbuido, metido hasta adentro, pero nunca pude percibir que todo lo que muchas, más bien que muchas de las cosas que yo vivía eran un abuso. Yo los veía como algo normal. So he couldn't really perceive the abuse until he was totally into it. And he uh, perceived this as something normal. No, yeah. sé, no, no sé si porque en algún momento eh, muchas de esas prácticas, muchas de esas cosas que nos decían fueron manejadas también con, 
con un aspecto de culpa si no hacías ciertas cosas dentro de la comunidad o si no cumplías con ciertos parámetros, eso ya sabes, te genera karma, te hace una mala persona, todo esto. So he thinks that maybe it could have been that many of those uh, things that happened, that abuse or practices uh, were, um, a lot of them, uh, they were managed with guilt. So if he wouldn't do such thing or agree with um, some of those things, then it would go against the practice and also it would have a karma that would follow him. Yeah, as you get into telling your story, I'm going to want you to really point those things out. But that was one of the things that stood out in your email was how the more dedicated you became, especially this joining the Aquarian teacher system. And I want to get to that on this interview. But when you joined the become a teacher to the future teachers there was a level of built-in um, free labor, extra pressure, and you can't see these things until you're all the way in and it's, you're not being dedicated enough. And that was really big when you, when you wrote that to me. A ella le gustaría que compartiera ese detalle, este tipo de abusos en donde tú expresas que, por ejemplo, cuando había más dedicación de tu parte en donde tenías estabas entrando en este sistema ya de enseñar a otros maestros a otros instructores en donde te comprometías cada vez más había el abuso de eh, trabajo gratuito muchísima presión y el no poder eh, reconocerlo hasta que ya estabas totalmente inmerso y es en donde cada vez era más exigencia pero tú no la podías ver ok vamos a empezar por el principio cuando yo decido entrar a este sistema y convertirme en un TNT, como le dicen ellos, Teacher in Training, cuando decido convertirme en un maestro, entrenador de alumnos, de maestros, uh, al principio todo fue muy lindo, pero recuerdo que en la entrevista, no recuerdo quién nos hizo la entrevista en inglés, nos dijo, pero si sí estás de acuerdo en que todo el trabajo que tú vas a hacer no va remunerado con dinero. So uh, he remembers that everything started uh, when he decided to be a TNT, a trainer for teachers, as uh, I, I believe that's the name you give them. So um, he remembers in the interview in English, he doesn't remember who, who was the person interviewing them, but the question was, uh, are you aware that there is no payment, not with money. You won't be reimbursed in money for this trainer, for this pero, training. Pero las bendiciones van a ser muchas para ti. But the blessings will come among you. <laughs> uh, en ese momento, tú te emocionas. En ese momento tú dices, wow, estoy siendo parte de algo. In that moment, he was very excited. He felt he was being part of something big. Estoy siendo parte ya del linaje. Estoy entrando al linaje del cual me hablaron durante tantos años atrás y me dijeron que ese linaje construido por este señor Bayan. Entonces, en ese momento tú sientes que ya eres parte de. So in that moment he believes that he is part of what uh, Bayan had 
um, already constructed and that he is part of it and he's very excited and it's part of what he wanted. Yeah, so Después, I'm going to pause us to say, I know this is a lot further in your timeline, but I wanted to bring it up immediately when we started speaking because what you're re what you coming forward to speak today represents for me is that there is an entire training system that is this the birthing child of 3HO and, and KRI in Mexico City in Latin America as a whole and a lot of us aren't even aware of how that works and so to hear that a lot of the same patterns have been replicated and that that's what your story really represents, it, it, it made it important to me that we get this recording. De algo que ella quisiera abarcar, aunque va mucho atrás en tu tiempo, okay. este, en tu línea de tiempo, es sobre este sistema de, de KRE y de... Uh, ajá. En donde eh, ella, hay un patrón que sigue y que en nuestro país también es muy común y que no se nota, pero que es de vital importancia para que puedan, se pueda entender el porqué, el porqué de, de, de tu separación y en general de lo que ha pasado aquí en México y en todo el mundo, ¿no? Ok, entonces podemos seguir bajo esa línea. So he will continue under this line. Un poquito para atrás. A little bit back uh, on his timeline. Okay. Exactly. So I want to ask you first to start us is why has why is it important to you to come forward and share your story? Okay. Porque es importante para ti este compartir tu historia. ¿Qué es lo que te motiva? Okay, exactamente. Eh, quiero ser la voz de muchas personas. De hecho, hay amigos míos eh, que saben que estoy compartiendo esto con ustedes y muchos de ellos me dijeron, "Tú vas a ser nuestra voz." Okay, so he's the voice of many people that, that don't have that voice, that, that can't speak out loud. So many friends um, that know that he is sharing this story are very also like grateful and are very motivated because he is their voice also. So it's the, the voice of, the, of many people in the community. Y en realidad, yo voy a ser muy claro, yo no busco venganza. Yo lo que busco es hablar para que cada vez menos personas caigan en las garras de este sistema. Okay, so he wants to be very clear in the fact that he is not seeking for any kind of revenge, but he just, the only thing he wants is other people uh, to be aware of how this works and not to be, you know, to go into the system without any awareness or notice of what's happening. Más o menos, yo recuerdo que fue como por 1980 que Kundalini Yoga se empezó a escuchar más aquí en la Ciudad de México. Y yo parecía que no, pero mi hermana también es maestra de Kundalini Yoga. Y en un momento sentí que ella fue como, como reclutada. Yo todavía no pertenecía a nada de esto, no sabía nada de esto, pero sentí que en su experiencia ella de, de momento se volvió como muy fanática y como que fue reclutada. Okay, so he remembers that around 1980, Kundalini Yoga became very famous. It was like a boom in Mexico, especially in Mexico City for, from where they are. You know? So his sister is also a Kundalini Yoga teacher, but he felt that at that time, 
well, he wasn't yet into the system, but in that time, his sister was like recluded and there was a, a great, um, he had this feeling of fanatism. So it fanaticism. was- is that what you're saying? Like being a fanatic? Yeah. Yes. Ah, okay. This is in the eighties. Yeah. There was a big movement. 80s. I had several people I knew that ended up getting married to men that were from Mexico city. Yo, yo supe de muchas personas que entraban igual que mi hermana, entraban y todo era maravilloso, todo era como, como que de repente el sistema te, te absorbe de una manera en que te hace sentir bien, la tecnología te hace sentir bien, pero como que todo hay un contrato con unas letras chiquitas que no alcanzas a ver. Sí, claro. You're muted. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. So he remembers that in this boom in the, the 80s, everyone was so into Kundalini yoga and it was, nobody knew what really was happening in, inside. So there was like this kind of, uh, if we place it this way, it, like the little writing in a contract, right? That nobody reads. So you are not aware of the details. Los maestros normalmente te llevan por una experiencia sensorial, física, emocional, pero es como ahora que lo veo en perspectiva, puedo decir que es como un gancho, literalmente te están tirando como un hook, un gancho para captarte. Okay, so uh, he feels that they take you through uh, an experience of senses, um, physical, emotional, where they, then you are hooked into the system and recluded. Y parte so de lo, no, adelante, perdón. No, no, adelante. Y parte de por lo que quiero hablar todo esto es porque mi conciencia me lo reclama. Yo en algún momento fui parte de ese sistema. So part of why he wants to speak out is because his consciousness is claiming that he was once part of that system. Y es por eso que, que me gustaría hablarlo y que muchas personas estuvieran enteradas de todo esto, ¿no? So that's why he wants to speak out and let other people, everyone know about it, be aware of it. Cuando, cuando yo entré entonces a este sistema que yo no conocía, cuando todo para mí fue maravilloso, desde vestirme de blanco, ponerme un turbante, la radiancia de la cual te hablan, entonces para mí fue como romper las barreras de una soledad, de una tristeza, de una hacia una nueva vida. When he starts in the system, everything was amazing, beautiful. So um, dressing in white, the enlightening, the radiance, everything that he was told he would receive, and it was leaving behind um, also. Uh, loneliness and sadness. So it was a totally new life he was going to start. Algo que me llamaba mucho la atención era que las personas dentro de Kundalini Yoga siempre estaban felices. Yo veía, solamente veía felicidad. It's something that he really um, loved and, and was amazed with is that people and Kundalini Yoga system were always happy. So all he saw was happiness and that was what he needed. Y algo que yo veía mucho que, 
los maestros se reunían después de clases o en las formaciones de maestros, pero todo era así, whispering, y como que era una táctica para que los alumnos no escucharan lo que ellos decían, y eso me llamaba mucho la atención. Okay, so something that caught his attention was that the community of teachers or trainers after classes or during tra after training would uh, gather around and have like secret, uh, secret um, conversations like whispering. And for him, it was very, you know, like he was uh, curious about it. He wanted to know more. Y entonces yo dije, yo quiero estar entre ellos. He wanted to belong, be, be, be among them. Y fui tomando parte cada vez más durante mis clases hasta el momento en que llegué a la formación de maestros y entonces empiezo a meterme un poquito más y a ser parte más de este sistema haciendo algo que se llama SEBA, que la mayoría de las personas que nos escuchan saben lo que es la SEBA. Okay, so once he started to be part of the, of the, the community of teachers, of the body of teachers, he started uh, with this formation. Uh, he became, he started doing what here they know as SEBA. The people in the community know what that is. Yeah, SEBA, SEBA is uh, basically free labor. You know, it's like selfless service. Um, but many of us that know this community actually call it SLEVA because there's <laughs> so much free labor that it's actually just become known as SLEVA. Sí, en la, en la comunidad es conocido, como es mucho trabajo gratuito, es conocido como slava, porque en inglés slavery es esclavitud. So. A mí me llamaba mucho la atención que las personas que hacíamos la ceba éramos las personas que no teníamos un poder económico elevado. Quienes tenían un poder económico elevado, después de las formaciones de maestros, agarraban su auto y se iban. Y los que nos quedábamos a hacer la ceba, a limpiar el piso, a limpiar los baños, a mover los muebles, a cargar las cosas, éramos los que teníamos poco poder económico. Eso yo lo noté desde el principio. So something that uh, he noticed from the beginning was that people doing, people doing ceba were the, the teachers uh, that didn't have like the, re the economic resources. The ones that had more economic resources, they would just leave. And they would stay and do all the cleaning, the caring, uh, the tough work. So he noticed that from the beginning. Recuerdo muy bien una vez, yo hice mi formación de maestros en Rama, en la escuela Rama. Y es, la escuela Rama estuvo a cargo de Guru Yoda y de Devambrit. Esos dos maestros, Guru Yoda Singh y Devambrit Kalsa, me parece. Recuerdo una vez, terminamos de hacer nuestra ceba, todo mundo se fue y solamente nos quedamos una persona y yo haciendo todo, todo, desde limpiar baños hasta todo. Al final salimos, ¿está bien así, Caro, o un poquito menos? No, está bien. Ok, al final salimos, estábamos esperando nuestro transporte porque no llevábamos auto y vimos pasar a los dos maestros, a Guru Yoda y a Devambrit, y nosotros hicimos así para saludarlos y despedirnos de ellos y ellos nunca voltearon a vernos. 
Okay, so something that uh, he remembers very clearly is that um, he did his pre uh, preparation in um, Rama, a school in Mexico that's very famous, very well known. And it, the, the two uh, persons in, um, in charge of it would be Guru Yoda Guru and Yoda? Guru. And, yeah, so. <laughs> Me repite ese nombre porque el último no lo escuché. De Bambri. De Bambri. So, Oli, another of his um, partners in him, did all the cleaning of the place. It was a very big place. They, they two stayed and they didn't have a car or vehicle to go back home. So they had to wait for the public transport and um, the, yeah, the bus. So they were waiting and they saw the two gurus, uh, the two gurus going out and uh, on their cars and they uh, waved to say goodbye. And none of them even looked back or waved back, like if they didn't know them. So that's something that caught his attention and it wasn't nice. Yo todavía era un alumno, todavía no era maestro. Y ese tipo de cosas de momento te sorprenden y dices, ¿Será que no me vieron? ¿O será que no me quisieron saludar? Pero hay algo dentro de la enseñanza que te dice, mm, no, yo creo que no te vieron, no te hagas ideas. A lo mejor de verdad es que no te vieron, por eso no te saludaron. Ok, so he was still a, um, a student, he wasn't a teacher yet. Uh, but he questioned this attitude and he was one of the he was concerned and he didn't know if they didn't see him. They didn't really see them waving and saying goodbye or it was just that uh, they didn't want to. So, but in the, uh, what he learned in this uh, Kundalini yoga system is that not to think more and not negatively, but to know that they couldn't see him, that that was it. So. The bad, um, the bad thinking had to go away. No, whatever. But they, what? But this, you're a new student. You're in teacher training, and when you bring up your voice, like, did you see me? Did you not see us? Then you get the reflection back. Like that's your negative thoughts. That's your problem, right? So it, 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 it's a form that you don't even know is happening because you think, oh my god, maybe that was just me, and and and, and really, it's a form of like. Uh, tamping your voice early on. Sí, es, es una forma dentro de esta parte en donde tú expresas o no esta, esta manera de sentir de que no te vieron o que no te quisieron saludar, la enseñanza te dice no, no, ese es tu pensamiento negativo en realidad no es que no te hayan visto, no es que no te hayan querido saludar es que no te vieron y tienes que sacar ese pensamiento negativo de tu cabeza y es una manera de acallar tu voz, tu de que tú te puedas expresar. Entonces tú recibes este, eres negativo. Exacto, te debes mantener una mente neutral. Eh, es, es esa manera de acallarte. ¿no? Después de todo esto, yo empecé, yo estaba muy emocionado en mi, en mi formación. Para mí la formación de maestros fue una experiencia maravillosa. El haber llegado ahí, para mí era todo muy mágico. Pero como por el cuarto módulo, me quedo sin trabajo. Y entonces eh, decido concluir mi formación y ahí renunciar a la formación y decir, no, pues ya no puedo seguir pagando, ya no tengo dinero. 
Okay, at the beginning, he was very excited with his teacher training and it was, everything was just wonderful. It was like magic. So, um, but by the fourth module, he, he didn't have work, he lost his job and he decided uh, to make a stop and he told them that he couldn't continue because he didn't have the money to pay, the, to continue paying the training. Y hago estos recuerdos y te lo juro que siento que hasta se me pone la piel así chinita. So when he, rem he remembers this, he gets goosebumps. Yo hablé con el director de la formación que era Guru Yoda y la maestra Tarantarankar y ellos me dijeron, no te preocupes, sigue adelante, sigue en la formación y nosotros haremos un plan de pagos para ti, especialmente para ti, para que puedas concluir tu formación. So he spoke with uh, Guru Joda, who was the, the leader, and um, with Guru Tarantara. And they told him that they would make a specific, like a personalized uh, paying method for him so he can continue. Entonces, para mí fue maravilloso de repente tener las puertas abiertas y decir, adelante, vamos a seguir, le voy a echar más ganas. Y ahí fue donde entonces sentí un poquito más de presión en la ceba sobre mí. So there is where he really felt the pressure because um, there was this excitement at the same time that he was being helped and he could continue with his training, his formation, because there was this uh, support From, from the leaders, but at the same time is when he starts receiving more pressure and the seba, the seba part, over him because he was in pain there. That... Yeah, like los... there was a leverage, like there was a leverage they had over you at this point and, and sort of things started to feel quite different. It's like, it's como si te dijeran, hmm, pero vas a pagar. It's like he was... Um, Not, they didn't say it, but it was like, uh, you will pay anyway. Yo durante los módulos de formación, entonces ya me empezaron a pedir otro tipo de trabajos. Ya me pedían que fuera a la escuela a recoger cajas, a cargar con ellos, que cubriera un poco más de los horarios de mis formaciones, de mis horarios, de mi esquema de formación, para poder ir a ayudar directamente a ellos a cargar algunas cajas, hacer tipo de trabajos un poco más físicos. Okay, so there is where he was requested to spend more time in the in this institute and um, the, the schedules were out of his uh, training time. So he was asked to make more cleaning, more um, physical jobs like carrying boxes or um, carrying other things, you know, like maybe Um, furniture, whatever was needed. So there is where he felt that they were, um, yeah, asking him to do more work. Quiero hacer una aclaración. La escuela Rama todavía no tenía una institución como tal, no tenía un, un inmueble como tal. Ellos estaban en diferentes escuelas, rentaban, y entonces yo tenía que ir a ayudarles a ellos a montar todo y después al final a desmontar todo, cosa que los demás no hacían. Okay, but at that time, Rama didn't have 
uh, the, the building yet. So they were divided in several uh, places. They had, um, but they would each, in each class, they would put out everything, the furniture or whatever they needed. And then once the, the training was finished, they would carry it again and put it away. So that's what he would be requested to do. And it, he was the only one, no one else would help. Wow. And I want to just pause and just point out to listeners that, you know, again, Sidion started in 2006, seven practicing, took teacher training by 2000, you know, getting really ready to, you know, really into his practice by 2009, by 2010, um, he's already teaching, right? So he's already done the story he's telling now is kind of in this 2009, 10 range, I'm guessing. No, you're in teacher training. And is Guru Joda from the United States or is he local to Mexico City? Eh, no, Guru Joda is Italiano. Guru Joda is Italian. Italiano. Okay. We have to specify the names because there's so many. There might be another Guru Joda, another different people with the same name. So, so it is an Italian that had started in Mexico City way earlier and kind of helped to kind of run trainings over the years. Is that correct? ¿Me ayudas, Caro? Sí, entonces, como hay, puede haber nombres que haya, tal vez otro Guru Yoda, uh -huh. ella quiere ser muy específica de dónde es. Entonces, este Guru Yoda de Italia llega a México y empieza a ayudar a realizar los entrenamientos desde tiempo antes. Eh, ellos empezaron, de hecho, nosotros fuimos la primera generación. Ellos empezaron en 2009. Su primera formación fue en 2009 bajo la tutela de Tarantarancar. Okay, so they were the first generation in 2009 under um, the supervision of Tara uh, Tarakam. Taran Tarankar. Um, so she was like the lead trainer. And because they, the way the training system works is there has to be like a legacy teacher who's on the group and they're, they're like the lead trainer. And then they have kind of local trained people and there's like different layers. And so essentially what I'm hearing is the lure of coming into the training system and being a part of those of us that get to spread the teachings here and how you're kind of baiting, you're going right in it. You're dedicating more and more of yourself, even if you can't afford it, they're like, it's okay. So you got the love and the support and this kind of underneath, whoa, more and more of my time, effort, energy, mental and emotional self is getting pulled in. Sí, claro. Ella lo que sabe, perdón, es cómo funciona. Hay un entrenador eh, líder y hay un, ajá, un entrenador delegado y luego de ahí salen todos los, o sea, van entrenando y estos se um, hacen como, corren la voz y empieza a conocerse en la comunidad y ustedes son la primera generación y muerdes el anzuelo porque entonces tú tienes todo el amor y todo el, el apoyo y vas a seguir entrenando a pesar de que estás pasando por esta crisis económica y entonces es así como te, te enganchas. Sí, es como una especie de sistema piramidal. It's like a pyramidal system. Uh, it's like a pyramid system. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to point out to listeners too, that he had spoken earlier about how in the eighties, there was this huge influx. So we're talking about a whole foundation that got set 
in, in the 80s and 90s, but maybe n there were obviously some established centers over the years. And he's speaking about being a part of a training group in 2009, right? But this is after many years of different people that had lived there. And again, Tut and Tut and Car is a part of that first generation legacy teacher group. Same thing with Krishna Car. Same thing with lots of these people that have come into Mexico over the years as these lead trainers to kind of set the foundation for training people from Mexico to be trainers who are then more lead trainers and the system of the pyramid of hierarchy of trainers in Mexico City. Entonces ellos implementan este sistema de pirámide, este sistema piramidal en donde llega llegan de fuera estos entrenadores que forman otros entrenadores para poder hacerlo, para que México tenga sus propios entrenadores y empiezan a dispersarse o, sí, a extenderse. Y este, esta es una fundación que, que inician y en el 2009 tú eres la primera generación, pero en realidad ya hubo ya había. una base. Ya sí. había antes esta serie de, pues, de entrenadores que venían a eso. Sí, de hecho yo soy la primera generación de rama pero ya había otras escuelas que desde los ochentas ya estaban trabajando. Yeah, he was the first gen, uh, generation for Rama School, but there were since the eighties um, other schools working. Okay, yeah. yeah, that helps to make sense of of the stages of things. So this, you said Guru Joda and his wife was named um, Dave Amrit. Dave Amrit. So they're basically the founders of this Rama School in Mexico City. You're a part of this first generation of students to be a part of it. And then it goes from there, level two trainers, until you keep going. So, sí, una de las partes interesantes, hicimos este paréntesis, pero una de las partes interesantes, después de que me dijeron que yo podía pagar mi formación de maestros, íbamos a hacer un plan de pagos, fue que como yo soy diseñador gráfico, y en ese entonces ellos tenían... Una, una marca de barras nutritivas, entonces me dijeron, tú nos vas a ayudar a hacer nuestro nuevo diseño por medio de tu trabajo. Y entonces yo dije, ah, pues yo les voy a pagar mi formación haciéndoles trabajo de diseño. So one of the things that, um, that they asked him to do is since he was a graphic designer and they had a their own a product they they sold they had their own product it, they were the nutritional bars so um what they asked him was to create their new image and he thought that this was the way he was going to pay for his training they, they were exchanging services sí entonces yo decido y digo okay yo te hago tu nueva imagen Hicimos un trabajo padrísimo. Fue una barra que quedó increíble el diseño. Yo hice todo, yo utilicé todos mis recursos mentales, computadora, todo esto. Y la, el trabajo quedó muy bien. Y hasta ahí todo fue feliz. Hasta unas semanas antes de recibir mi certificado como maestro. Ok, so he, he thought it was a great idea. They were going to exchange the service. They both had, they both offered. So they worked on the new image for this nutritional bar they had, they produced, and uh, it was a wonderful job. He used all his resources 
and he did a, a great uh, work with them and everything was perfect. Uh, before a few weeks, he was going to conclude his, his training. Y todo esto porque me, man, me llegó un correo directamente de Rama, de Guru Yoda, diciéndome que yo todavía debía 18 mil pesos, el equivalente a 360 mil dólares. So, uh, at that time, he um, received an email from Guru Yoda where it, he told him that he still owed um, 18, it, it was... 18 mil pesos o 18 mil dólares. 18 mil pesos mexicanos. 18,000 uh, Mexican pesos. Y... Hold on. Clarity, hold on. So, <laughs> so this is still teacher training level one. Yes. Right? We're still in this first. And for those of you that don't know, we're talking about like the foundation 10 months. Yeah, this is a foundation one. And then when you get to level two, there's five different courses that are level two. And then is the third level called the Aquarian teacher. And sí. City Ohm has, is talking about going through all of them. But right now we're just in level one. Okay. And what he's also saying was that you... They asked you for your, this is the, the lead trainers. So you're talking about Guru Joda asked you and his wife, not necessarily Tarin Tarin, right? But Guru Joda locally asked you to, to use your graphic design um, knowledge to help them pursue what they're doing. But, and you think it's an exchange for your teacher training. And later on, you find out that he's still requesting more money for your teacher training. Caro. Sí, este, aclarando que hay diferentes niveles de entrenamiento y tú estabas en el primer nivel, hay otros dos niveles y de ahí se, se bajan otros, otros niveles de entrenamiento. Pero en ese primero es donde tú estás y donde pensando que va a haber un intercambio de servicios Guru Yoda directamente te solicita esta, este apoyo de tu conocimiento, de tu expertise y tú crees que va a ser un intercambio de servicios, sin embargo... Recibes el correo en donde todavía te están pidiendo más dinero. Y este, este dinero que me pedían era para que yo pudiera recibir mi certificado como maestro de nivel 1. So those 18,000 were uh, for him to be able to receive his certificate for level 1. Right, but anytime someone takes a level 1, this is their only leverage. They have to get you to pay and they say that you can't get your certificate until you pay. This happens all across the world. That happened in my training too. <laughs> wow. So that's why I'm pointing it out. What I'm wanting to differentiate is when you thought you were offering your graphic design services for equal payment, was that Guru, was that the Guru Joda and his wife asking you for your services to further their business? Or was this something that say, Tarin Tarin Guru Joda were a part ah, of it. Okay. Was this the local person? This is what I was clarifying. Sí, claro. Sí, ella quiere saber, este, eso, eso que hicieron ellos es algo que pasa en todo el mundo. A ella también le pasó cuando wow. se iba a, a terminar su nivel. Pero ella lo que quiere saber es si esto fue algo individual de Guru Yoda y su esposa para su propio beneficio o fue algo que tuvo que ver también con su líder eh, Tarin Tarin. Este, o solamente fue de ellos dos. No, la empresa de las barras nutricionales era de Guru Yoda y de Devambrit. Only from Guru Yoda and his wife. So I'm clarifying this for a reason. And the reason is because this is very much a, a, a pattern that we've seen throughout all of the stories. And this is why it's so 
blowing my mind right now is the local trainer, those lead people, right? To extract your resources and to get your help to further their business along. And it's kind of this assumed position of power dynamics because that has kind of been playing out throughout teacher training already. And then when you come, a mentor of yours comes to ask for help and there's an area that you can contribute freely. This is a part of our human nature to want to like give to these places and kind of assume that, oh, wow, they're asking for help. This is an area and that it's bartered. But that KRI and the money that goes to teacher training is a whole different beast. And so for local teachers to do that, this happens and it's, it's being illuminated in your story right now. Si ella se refiere a esto pasa en todo el mundo, esta manera en que tienen ellos este poder que tienen para aprovecharse de los estudiantes. En, en tu caso, en donde ellos te requieren este servicio que tú prestas, que tú que sabes hacer y te lo piden y tu naturaleza humana es algo que, que los humanos hacemos, las personas hacemos. Queremos dar eso, queremos servir de esa manera, porque además estás, estás, siendo, estás dando el servicio eh, con amor, por amor, para esta comunidad, pero en, asumes también que va a ser un intercambio de servicios, que de esa manera vas a pagar tu entrenamiento, y en realidad no, porque eh, lo que viene a ser el pago de, del KRI o del de, Instituto de, de Entrenamiento de Kundalini es una bestia totalmente separada, es a lo que ella se refiere. Eso, es, ese fue un beneficio personal. And when you're a new student, you don't necessarily understand the relationship between the local person, who the guest leader teacher coming in is, who the per organization taking the money is. So if that's not made clear by the mentor, then the student is just supposed to let freely give of their time, energy and everything and still have to pay. And it's all kind of built into the teachings. And if you say anything, then you're the negative one. Sí, qué tremendo, porque entonces ahí es donde como estudiante, como nuevo estudiante, tú no sabes cuál es la, ni la jerarquía ni cómo funciona el, el entrenador local con el sistema en general, con la jerarquía este de todo el sistema. Entonces tú ofreces tu servicio, das tu energía, tu tiempo, tu, tu esfuerzo y tu dinero y asumes que va a ser un intercambio, pero no es así, estás regalando eso y de todos modos tienes que pagar. Y de cualquier manera tienes que cubrir eso que, que debes. Pero tú ya diste tu tiempo y tu dinero y tu esfuerzo y tu trabajo. Entonces, well, no, no lo puedes saber hasta que tu mentor, si tu mentor no te lo dice, ¿cómo lo vas a saber? Pero es una manera de utilizar, utilizar a, a las personas. ¿no? Cuando yo recibí ese correo que decía que tenía que pagar, no te voy a negar que se me quebró mi corazón. Sentí que se me rompió el corazón. Me sentí triste y tuve que buscar la manera de juntar ese dinero para poder recibir mi certificado. Sentí que me habían condicionado entonces para poder recibir mi certificado. Y entonces ahí empecé a sentir que algo ya... Es cuando empiezas a darte cuenta de ciertas señales y te das cuenta que, que no, no está del todo bien algunas cosas. Ok, so uh, he, 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 well, he needs to confess that he was He was very sad. He felt that he was being conditioned in order to receive that certificate and he had to borrow money 
to be able to pay. And he thought that that, that was something was not right. So um, there is when he started like um, perceiving signs that something wasn't totally correct. And this is at the end of teacher training one. So this is early still. <laughs> the one. <laughs> I want to point that out that we can have awarenesses and still keep going because our training within this system is to override your own emotions, your own feelings, your own gut sense. And there's built-in gaslighting that makes you doubt yourself and to push through as a and that's not unique to your story, Sidion, but it's very loud here. Y este es, este es una parte en donde apenas vas terminando el nivel uno. O sea que hay suficiente tiempo en donde empiezas a darte cuenta de cosas, pero sigues porque este sistema te prepara o te enseña no solamente a sobreponerte a tus emociones y tus sentimientos y dejar fuera tu negatividad, sino... A, a seguir adelante creyendo que tienes que controlar eso, ¿no? Y en donde esto es algo general, esto es algo que sucede, pero no, no nos damos cuenta o no te das cuenta y sigues, continúas y continúas dando más y continúas poniéndote de esa manera. Eh, es, todo, es todo el sistema. Después de, esto, después de todo esto, yo me alejé un poquito de todo, de todo lo que había sucedido, pero teníamos contacto con ellos, teníamos contacto por correo, teníamos contacto por teléfono, y ellos nos motivaban cada vez más a dar clases, sigue dando clases a sadna, que es la práctica que tenemos a las 4, 4, 4 y media de la mañana, a sadna, sigue, empieza a dar clases, junta gente, y... Algo muy importante, a los seis meses del nivel 1, de haber terminado el nivel 1, nos llega una invitación para entrar al primer módulo del nivel 2. Okay, so he did retrieve a bit. He did feel a bit uncomfortable, but he still had contact with them and he continued to um, exchange um, emails. So they, they continued motivating him in order to continue with his classes, to be part of the community, to do satna, that it's uh, this practice between 4 and 4.30 in the morning. So he, he was still in contact and going on. Uh, then he received the invitation to start level two, the first, first module of um, level two. Después uh, te llega la invitación al nivel dos, estás emocionado porque ya estás dando clase y te dicen ven al nivel 2 y entonces fue de esa manera que yo inicié en el nivel 2 eh, que fue, son cinco módulos como tú bien lo sabes son cinco módulos uno por año yo en mi experiencia tomé un módulo por año entonces fueron cinco módulos el primer módulo fue muy interesante pero el sistema continuó igual yo seguí siendo parte solamente de la ceba pero yo entonces ya por mi cuenta Decidí pagar completamente. Yo ya no quise deberles nada de dinero. Yo mejor decidí pagar completamente. Okay, so like he was giving classes, he felt motivated and he continued with a level two. Uh, he, uh, there are five, as you know, there are five levels. So in his experience, he made a module per level, uh, five, five, um, five modules. So um, he was, he decided to pay 
he didn't want the system continued as the same way because he continued doing seva only him and also uh he wanted to pay he didn't want any exchange and services he didn't want to give his work away again para ese tiempo mis clases mis clases empezaron a despuntar mucho empecé a tener un cierto prestigio como maestro eh, tenía yo salones llenos y me estaba yendo bien en, durante la, la, la enseñanza lo que yo compartía y entonces ellos en su tercer generación me llaman para formar parte ya de su sistema Okay, so he started uh, having uh, six, very successful classes. So he continued giving classes and he built uh, reputation and prestige. So he had big classes. He was, it was going really good for him in his uh, practice. And by the third module, they uh, called him to be part of the formation, to be part of the system for so the training. I want to pause and just let listeners um, When, when Sidi Om explained this section in his initial email to me, he says, in 2010, I began to teach with great success, and I began a path of recognition by the community itself as an instructor who attracted many people. It was my name, um, in this way, my name in, in the beginning to be heard. So his name started being heard, and many teachers from the old school, meaning this legacy teacher group, um, And many institutions invited him to teach with invited him to teach with them, and he was basically starting to attract people to his classes. So I wanted to just pause and point this out about this unique section of the story because M Mexico City had a lot of legacy teachers that might have come in for a teacher training. For a teacher training to be able to take place according to the KRI Aquarian system, you have to have like this super lead teacher, and then you have to have other ranking teachers to fill the different modules. And this is what he's explaining. So essentially the teacher training system um, fetishizes the, the, the legacy teachers. They make them oogle and ah and ooh so special. And so the fact that at this point, he's starting to get the recognition and he's being recognized It's a part of the baiting system of kind of moving up the ranks of the hierarchy. And by having special meetings you can't be a part of because you're not that special group, it creates a longing to want to be a part of it, which moves people through the system. Chicaro. En este punto, ella aclara que, de acuerdo al correo que le mandaste, en, justo en ese tiempo, que es lo que mencionabas, empiezas a tener como clases grandes, mucho éxito, atraer eh, gente a tu comunidad y este, hacer reconocido. Tu nombre empieza a ser escuchado en diferentes lugares, empiezas a recibir invitaciones para dar clases con otras, en otras escuelas, con otras personas. Y esto es algo bien importante porque en ese punto, lo que ella mencioné, incluso empiezas a llamar la atención de la vieja escuela, que son estos instructores o entrenadores de legado, en donde este, empiezan a verte, te empiezan a voltear a ver, y entonces es donde eres, empiezas a ser parte de, porque entonces ya perteneces a estas reuniones privadas, en donde no cualquiera puede estar, tienes que ser un líder, 
tienes que ser alguien reconocido y es, empiezas a ser parte de eso y es otra forma de engancharte, es otra forma en que muerdes el anzuelo porque para poder llegar a esa, ir escalando en esa jerarquía, necesitas ser alguien reconocido y es la forma en que tienen de irte jalando para ser parte de, sigues anhelando en ese punto ser parte de ese sistema, pero a un nivel más alto. Eh, por ese tiempo, por esos años, yo conozco a mi actual pareja, a Marta. Por esos años yo empiezo, yo después de un tiempo de mucha soledad, ellos me conocieron solo, ya después conozco a Marta y por ahí empieza una presión externa, rara, que yo no conocía, que para formar un poquito más parte, ahora lo veo en perspectiva, para ser más parte de todos ellos, me empiezan a presionar y nos a, a los dos nos empiezan a presionar. A Marta le insisten que entre a la formación de maestros también. Me insisten en que ella se forme como una maestra. Y entonces, adelante, Caro. Ok, so by that time, um, he starts, he started with the training and everything being um, single. They know him being single. So by that time, he knows, he gets to know Martha, who is his actual partner and a sentimental partner. And they start to, they start together. And there is where he starts receiving a very weird pressure by the system where they start, you know, like putting pressure over her to become a trainer also and over him. Martha is not in the training system. You met her somewhere else. And now, so you're saying when you first started, you were uncoupled. Now you're in a relationship, but they're now trying to, they're now learning you in a new relationship while you have a relationship with Martha. So now they're starting to pressure her. Oh, do this too. Sí, cuando tú empiezas, a Marta la conociste en otro lugar, no era parte del entrenamiento de maestros. Y entonces ya que te conocieron sin pareja, ahora estás en una relación y empiezan a presionarlos a los dos, a ella para que también sea maestra. Y nos convencen, me convencen y entonces, en ese entonces Marta no tenía trabajo y yo decido pagarle a ella su formación de maestros, pero al mismo tiempo que yo le pagaba económicamente su formación de maestros, la ayudé, la apoyé en todo esto, al mismo tiempo yo ya siendo parte de las, de como entrenador, empiezo a entrenarme como maestro de maestros y ahí empieza una presión extra porque a Marta y a mí nos empiezan a ver y nos dicen, ustedes dos se tienen que casar. Ustedes dos tienen que casarse. So, uh, they start out under this pressure, but they, they actually, they, they convince them. So, he starts at, at that point, in that, in those days, Marta didn't have a job. Um, so, he's, in order to support her, he starts paying her training. So he starts paying her training and he was um, having this training to train other teachers, other, uh, yeah, to form other teachers. And so um, they started telling them that they needed to get married. So that, that was a, a different level of pressure, right? Sí, nos empiezan a presionar diciéndonos que teníamos que casarnos, que para poder ser para poder estar más elevados como maestros, para poder tener una mejor presencia como maestros, lo importante y lo que había dicho Yogi Bayan era que era mejor hacerlo siempre en pareja. Y yo no lo entendía. So, um, 
when they started to being pressured to get married, the, they explained that it was in order for them to elevate as teachers. And also it, it would give them a better image as a couple. And that would be better for them. And so he remembers that um, uh, it was Siri Bajan who said that it was better to do it as a couple or with a couple, but he didn't understand why until that moment. Todo transcurrió muy bien durante esa formación. Yo tuve mis desafíos como persona y como pareja, pero el módulo, el último módulo, cuando teníamos que, cuando ya se cerraba la formación de maestros de Marta, la maestra Taran Taran estuvo presente. He during this time had challenges, personal challenges, uh, challenges uh, in the relationship, and but he continued, and it was still a good time. So by the end, when um, Martha was going to conclude her, her formation, um, Siri Tarantaran was there. Ajá, la maestra Tarantaran estuvo ahí. Y esa tarde fue muy traumática, porque Tarantaran, estábamos comiendo, estábamos, estábamos con la mesa llena, había alumnos, había maestros, y Tarantaran dirigió su mirada a Marta y le dijo, tú no has hecho lo suficiente para que este hombre te proponga matrimonio. Se lo dijo muy duro. Okay, so that was a very traumatic uh, moment because that was, uh, she was finishing her, Martha was finishing her training and they were there and there was Tiri um, Tarantaran and she was, spoke direct to Martha, directly to her and she said, um, well, in a very severe way that she didn't done, she hadn't done enough for him to propose a y, marriage. So the Tarin Tarin said that this is your lead trainer, right? That flies into Mexico, right? The one from the United States, just yeah. clarifying. Okay. Says to Martha at the conclusion of her level one, which is foundations, you haven't done enough as a woman for you as a man to propose to her. Esto fue enfrente de la gente. Esto fue enfrente de la gente en una mesa llena this, de personas. This was in front of the rest of the Everyone. people that so were this taking. Is publicly in her teacher training in the conclusion, City Ohm's there. This is supposed to be a celebratory moment, and the lead trainer basically says to Martha, "You're not enough because you aren't woman enough to make this man worthy. You worthy enough to make this man propose." Y Martha, yes. perdón, perdón, Carol. Sí, uh, nada más para que los que no, uh, eh, le, básicamente cuando debe ser un momento de celebración, le dice a ella que no es mujer, que como mujer no ha hecho lo suficiente para que tú como hombre le propongas que no, no es suficiente. Y ahí Marta se soltó a llorar, Marta se puso a llorar, eh, dejó de comer y Tarantaran se le acercó y la jaló hacia un poco de la ropa y le decía, no llores, no llores, haz lo que tienes que hacer como mujer. So, at, in that moment, Martha stopped eating and she started crying and um, then, then uh, got close to her and started pulling her a bit from her sleeve and told her, stop crying, just stop crying and do what you have to do to get him to propose. 
That's what Tut and Tut and said to her. Yeah, yes. in front of everyone. In front of everyone. This is a very public thing. Okay. Yeah, keep going. This is painful. Fue un momento muy incómodo. Fue un momento muy doloroso para mí como hombre al ver a mi pareja acosada de esa manera. Recuerdo que me enojé muchísimo y me salí. Terminamos de comer y me salí. Y recuerdo que en un momento Tarantaran estaba sentada en una mesa, ella sola, viendo al horizonte en uno de esos momentos de descanso. Y me dijo, ven. Y fui y me senté junto a ella. So, uh, this was something, it was very painful. It was very painful for him to see his, um, his partner, his girlfriend being treated this way in front of everyone. And it was painful for her and it was painful for him. And he was very upset. So um, he got up and went out. He, he left the place and once um, the table and he was around and he saw Tarantaran sitting in a, a bench alone looking to the horizon like um, in a, this moment of um, rest, like she was resting and she called him and he went and sat, sat down near to her, next to her. Y me dijo, me acuerdo muy bien que me preguntó, ¿no quieres llegar más alto? ¿No quieres convertirte en un gran maestro? ¿No quieres llegar y cumplir tu destino como hombre? Me preguntó algo así, fueron más o menos esas sus, a ese, ese, hacia ese punto iban enfocadas sus preguntas. ¿No quieres llegar a ser un gran hombre? ¿No quieres llegar a ser un gran maestro? So she asked him, uh, don't you want to become a great man? Don't you want to accomplish your destiny? Don't you want to become a great teacher? Y entonces yo le dije, Tarantaran, es que no entiendo, no, es, no entiendo qué es lo que me estás pidiendo, no entiendo qué es lo que tú quieres. So he, he told her, I don't understand what you, you want from me, what you're, what you're telling me. Y ella volteó a verme con una mirada muy dura y me dijo, no has entendido nada. So she turned, looked at him uh, in a very, with a very severe uh, look also and just gasped and said, you haven't understood anything. Y entonces, yo me quedé en blanco. Yo no sabía qué es lo que ella quería decir. Yo no sabía, ahora lo veo en perspectiva, y era como, el, el, todo esto era la llave como para poder ser parte dentro del grupo selecto. Así lo vemos Marta y yo. Marta y yo lo hemos platicado muchas veces y decimos, es que esa era la clave, la llave, como para poder ser parte de ese grupo. Entonces, eso era lo que no entendíamos. So now, uh, through the years and uh, with a different perspective and um, talking with Martha, they have uh, concluded that they think that uh, what the marriage was the key to belong to this select group, but they didn't understand it at that time. So they didn't really understand what was going on. But through the years, they have talked a lot about it and they have, they think that that was the, the key to belong. Y te voy a decir por qué digo esto. Te voy a decir por qué digo esto. Después de que nosotros decidimos y lo dijimos públicamente que no nos íbamos a casar y que no íbamos a tener hijos porque no queríamos, 
la mirada que tenían sobre nosotros se desvió automáticamente hacia otra pareja. Okay, so um, they 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 think this because at in the moment they told them they were not going to get married and they were not going to have children. The attention they had directly uh, went went directly to another couple. So that's why they think that the marriage was the key. Y a ellos les decían lo mismo. Te tienes que casar. Tienes que tener hijos. Y sí lograron que ellos se casaran. A ellos sí los casaron. So, uh, this couple had the same pressure. You have to get married and you have to have children. Uh, but they, they were convinced and they did get married. Pero a nosotros, a mí me siguieron tomando muy en cuenta, me siguieron teniendo como parte de la organización, pero a Marta la relegaron la relegaron como mujer y la, rele la relegaron como maestra. Okay, so he was still part of the community, part of the system. He, they would still call him and he would be part of it, but Marta wasn't. So Marta was totally um, left out as teacher and also as a, as a woman, as a person. She, they didn't look at her anymore. Fue algo muy, muy marcado, fue algo que se notó mucho y fue algo que yo no sabía cómo lidiar. Yo entonces tenía un pie. Yo sabía que mi corazón estaba dividido por mi comunidad. Mi corazón estaba en mi comunidad y al mismo tiempo mi, mi corazón estaba con mi pareja. So, um, this was a very difficult moment for him, very uncomfortable. He was divided. Part of his heart was, was with, with the community and the other part was with Martha as his partner. So, it was very hard. He didn't know exactly what to do and i want to point out to listeners that this is he's already into the teacher in training system right so at this stage because this was the year that she was doing teacher training martha he's already in this level where he's training to be kind of coaxed into this next level of leadership kind of getting the the mythology around the responsibility to carry on the legacy here beyond us. Estabas todavía ella quiere aclarar que todavía en este momento estabas en la parte del entrenamiento para ser entrenador, para ser maestro de maestros en esta formación cuando todo esto estaba pasando y este todavía estabas pues enganchado a este sistema en donde todavía podías ser parte de este grupo selecto donde todavía podías formar parte y eh, tú todavía estabas en ese punto. Sí, y además porque yo ya estaba teniendo muchas clases con mucha gente, con much las clases llenas y ya estaba ganando dinero suficiente para poder vivir, en, en pagar mi propio departamento y poder vivir con Marta. Entonces mi corazón estaba un poco dividido ahí, yo ya era parte del sistema. So he was already part of the system. He was doing really good with his uh, classes, earning enough money. Uh, he was earning enough money to share his home and his life with Martha. So this is why he felt so divided. All with your dedication to teaching and the radio and just everything you were doing to spread the message. And folks, I want you to listen to this. In his writing to me, he says, the way that the teacher training in training that he was a part of was described to him was called 
the best organization and best school in Mexico City. So it's basically like painting a vision to be a part of this much bigger thing, which really hits home in the sense of his belonging to something bigger and and your livelihood is growing from this and you're supporting your woman here. Sí, es justo donde estás en esta etapa, en donde te está yendo bien, en donde además eres parte de la mejor escuela con la mejor organización en México. Entonces, eh, esto eh, en tu sentido de pertenencia, de algo más grande, algo mejor, de ser parte de esto y ser parte de esto desde en un nivel alto, como parte de la organización. Sí, poco a poco. <risa> Dentro de esta organización me fui metiendo, fui entrando, me fui haciendo cada vez más famoso, por decirlo de alguna manera. Y empieza, empieza también una especie de presión ligera de este lado de los maestros de rama, pidiendo que invite a mis alumnos a las formaciones de maestros. Entonces ahí es donde empieza mi parte como de, ahora de pescador, como de reclutador. So, here comes a, another level. Um, he is uh, having this, these great full classes. He has been still being called from other places to give classes in other places. And so, uh, there's where he gets a different kind of pressure in which he is requested to start recruiting his students to become, tra uh, to train to become teachers. So this kind of pressure not to belong to Rama. And um, he becomes a recruiter. And he mentioned it as he starts fishing, like a fisherman. Uh, he becomes like a fisherman for them. Entonces, muchos de los alumnos que yo conocía, muchos eh, empezaron a entrar a la formación de maestros, a la ya fue como, esto estamos hablando como por el 2015, y fueron muchos alumnos, empezó una alumna, un año, al siguiente año fueron tres alumnos, al siguiente año fueron siete alumnos, y así fue sucesivamente creciendo. So his students started their formation, he started with one student, then it was three, then five, then seven, and each year he would have more students of his own uh, being part of this uh, training. Pero al mismo tiempo había una presión muy fuerte sobre mí todo el tiempo de que cada vez eran las palabras las las tengo muy en mi mente eran tienes que ser mejor maestro tienes que ser un maestro un maestro más grande tienes que aspirar a más y lo no te lo dicen como tal las palabras van ocultas pero era más como de tienes que cobrar por tus clases tienes que ganar más dinero por tus clases. So something that started um, uh, to happen and that also had a lot of pressure over him was that he constantly was reminded that he had to be a better teacher, a bigger teacher, an outstanding teacher. And they didn't say um, with the, the, the message was like under the, the table that what they meant was that he needed to um, have more income. To the, the fees that he was charging, the students had to be bigger, a little bit more. So that was the, for them, 
that is the status of a bigger teacher, a better teacher, the best. Y yo siendo con un carácter rebelde, yo siendo con una personalidad que no me gusta que me presionen, yo digo, no, mis clases van a ser siempre de bajo costo. So he has this uh, personality. He's always been a, a rebel and he doesn't like to have that kind of pressure. He didn't like them to tell him or, let, or try to um, induce him to uh, charge more for what he was uh, doing. And he said, no, uh, my classes are always going to be um, with lower fees. So it will be uh, for easy access to everyone. Y bueno, la... La presión más fuerte comenzó cuando en, cuando en 2015 me piden ya formalmente que sea parte del equipo de rama. En 2015 yo entro ya como, como administrador del área de las formaciones. Empiezo a tener como una organización dentro de rama, junto con otras personas, la mayoría eran mujeres en el equipo de rama. Yo era el único hombre junto con Guru Yoda. Okay, so in 2015, he, um, uh, they give him a new position as part of the organization where he is starting to be part of the, and the part of a, a administration for the teachers. So he starts working in the, in, in Rama with other colleagues and they, um, only women, He's the only man, and Siri Joda uh, is only Guru him Yoda. and Siri Joda. Guru Joda uh -huh. are the only men, and the rest of them are women. But he is he already has people working with him, and he starts his organization in Rama. Algo que me había llamado mucho la atención meses atrás es que todas las personas que habían trabajado antes de mí con Guru Yoda todas se habían ido pero todas se habían ido enojadas. Sabía yo, por mis relaciones con ellos, que las personas, las mujeres que habían trabajado con ellos, con Guru Yoda y con Devambrit, todas se habían ido enojadas, habían tenido problemas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so he knew that... Uh... The people that had worked with Guru Yoda and Devamri had left. All of them had um, were not staying to work anymore. They left and they left um, feeling uncomfortable and upset. And he kept having relationship with some of them and he knew that. And most of them, well, they all were women. En, en este trabajo dentro de Rama, para mí, pues, fue alcanzar un nivel, un estatus, ya como maestro. Yo recuerdo que muchas personas me decían, es que trabajas en rama, eso es maravilloso. Y yo por mí, dentro de mí decía, no sabes lo que dices. So, for most of the people in the community, um, having a, a job or working at rama as in the administration was... A, great, was the, the most wonderful thing that could happen. And they would tell him, this is wonderful. It, it marked a status in the community. If and for, there. yeah, that he worked there. And he uh, thought for himself, you don't know what you're talking about. 
You don't know the inside story. Yes. Porque dentro de estas cuatro paredes, debo acotar que Marta también entró a trabajar como eh, recepcionista. Marta entró al mismo tiempo, Marta entró unos meses antes de mí como recepcionista ahí a Rama, pero a Marta la trataron súper mal. O sea, realmente Marta vivió un maltrato psicológico y verbal muy fuerte por parte de Guru Yoda y por parte de su asistente personal que no sé si pueda decir el nombre, pero adelante. So, a few months before he started working at Rama, Marta um, started working in reception as a receptionist uh, before he started there. But that story for her was totally different. She was mistreated, not only psychologically, but also verbally. She was abused. And this was uh, by Guru Yoda and his personal assistant. He doesn't know if he's allowed to say the name but they, they both mistreated her and it was very, it was terrible for her. Yo recuerdo que Marta llegaba a casa y se ponía a llorar porque la presionaban demasiado, le decían que no sabía, pero tampoco le enseñaban, le decían que no sabía hacer su trabajo. En pocas palabras le decían, tú no sabes hacer tu trabajo, la presionaban de esa manera. So Marta would arrive to their home and start crying. She uh, constantly was told she didn't know how to do her work. She didn't know how to do things, but she wasn't um, taught either. So they wouldn't teach her, but they wouldn't, um, they would constantly, uh, you know, like um, tell her that she wasn't doing anything right. So that was mm. terrible for her. Berate her. Sí, y en un momento hubo una ocasión en que Guru Yoda le dijo, si no puedes hacer todo el trabajo que te estoy pidiendo, solo dímelo. Y Marta le dijo, la verdad es que no puedo hacer todo lo que me estás pidiendo, es demasiado. So there was this time where uh, Guru Yoda told her, if you can't do everything I'm asking you to, then yes, say it. And she said, well, yeah, I can't because it's too much. Y Guru Yoda dijo, ok, vamos a contratar otra persona y contrataron a otra persona pero a Marta le recortaron así el salario completamente a la mitad porque esa otra mitad se le iban a dar a esa otra persona so uh, he said okay no problem so uh, we're going to hire someone else and they hired someone else but her uh, salary was cut to the half uh, because that half would go to the other person y entonces fue cuando Marta dijo, no, yo ya no quiero trabajar aquí. Era demasiado el trabajo. A veces Marta salía a las 11, 11 y media de la noche y yo tenía que ir por ella porque le decían, no te vas hasta que no termines tu trabajo y me lo tienes que mandar por correo para yo verificar que sí saliste y que sí terminaste el trabajo. So it was too much and it was when Marta said she didn't want to continue. She sometimes, um, she couldn't leave if she hadn't finished all her work. It, she left sometimes at 11, 11.30 at night. Um, and he had to go and pick her up. But uh, she had to send an email to let them know she had finished with all the things she had done. But also so they could check the, the hour and that she wasn't leaving until the, the job was done. 
Todo esto lo estoy hablando porque fue una etapa en la que me empezó a mostrar que la sombra de esas personas tan iluminadas se empezaba a hacer presente. This was a time where um, he's mentioning all this because it, that was a time when he realized that um, this, these people that were so enlightened, the, the shadow of them was starting to become real and very um, visible. Mm -hmm. Después entro yo a trabajar a Rama, ya de manera formal, contratado por Rama, y ahí todo tenía que ser perfecto. Todo el trabajo durante cada clase que yo diera, porque también entré a dar clases, al mismo tiempo entré como, como administrador de las formaciones, pero también como maestro dando clases de Kundalini adentro de, de Rama. Las clases se nos pedían que fueran perfectas. Tenías que ir de blanco completamente y ser el mejor maestro que podías ser. So, after this, he started working at Rama, not only in the administration, but also as a teacher. So he was giving Kundalini classes, Kundalini yoga classes, and he was doing his administrative uh, work as a, for this uh, teacher training, uh, but everything had to be perfect. Um, he had to go up impeccable from top to the bottom, you know, um, everything dressed totally in white, but also he had to be, a, well, he had to be perfect for them. So everything was uh, supervised and um, the level of, I, I don't know what the word would be, the level uh, of uh, perfection. Perfección. Was, was too high. De hecho, ojalá, bueno, no más bien. De hecho, no nada más tenía la administración y las clases. Al mismo tiempo tenía un tercer camino que era estar durante las formaciones de maestros y ser parte del equipo de Teachers in Training, de TNT. Y ahí, a mí, personalmente, me tocaba cargar las bocinas, cargar los instrumentos, cargar las carpetas, cargar todo lo que había que cargar para llevarlo a la formación de maestros. Seguías haciendo seba. Seguía haciendo okay. Seba, pero ya de una manera física completamente. Tenía yo mi labor como administrador, mi labor como maestro, pero al mismo tiempo como cargador en las formaciones de maestros. So he was administrator, he was teacher, and also he continued with the Seba, um, carrying everything for the trainings of teachers for the TNT. So that was his job. He still had to do physical work. Y... Durante las formaciones de maestros, todos tenían una cama, menos yo. Yo me dormía en un sillón, en un salón de juegos. Ahí me quedaba yo a dormir. Yo no tenía una cama. So during the trainings, during the, the formation for teachers, everybody had a bed except him. He had to sleep in a sofa, in um, uh, um, the entertainment, um, like... Uh, there was this place where they had games and the, the room, he didn't have a, a bed of his own. Al mismo tiempo, es que era presión por todos lados. Tenías que ser un excelente maestro, tenías que ser un excelente administrador, tenías que ser un excelente TNT, 
pero también al mismo tiempo yo estaba cubriendo mi nivel 2. <risa> también estaba haciendo mi formación en el nivel 2 y tenías que ser un excelente alumno en el nivel 2. Not only he had to be an excellent teacher, an excellent administrator, an excellent um, uh, save, uh, do excellent his work in SEBA, but also he was doing his training in level two. So he had to be an excellent uh, student also. Y creo que la parte más difícil fue la de las formaciones de maestros, porque si cometías un pequeño error, yo cometí muchos errores porque nos daban pequeños temas para compartir con las personas. So the um, most difficult part in the formation for teachers was um, you weren't allowed or you weren't supposed to make a, a mistakes and he made some of them because they received information to share with people. Recuerdo una vez hicimos una tabla de los chakras. Yo la hice porque soy diseñador gráfico y se las regalamos a todas las personas para que tuvieran toda la información de los chakras. He remembers one time where uh, they made the, these chakra boards and he did them because he's a designer, graphic designer, and they would give them out um, to all the people that were taking the course. So once Recuerdo. again, your, your expertise are being extracted as a part of you working there, being a part of there, being a teacher, being a student. It's yeah. all just compacting. Yeah. Recuerdo que en esa clase, en esa formación de maestros, les dije, se las traemos y yo se las hice con mucho amor, se las hice con mucho cariño para que ustedes tengan esta información. Al final de la formación, al final del día, me pusieron me llamaron la atención, me regañaron muy fuerte porque me dijeron que yo no tenía por qué decir que yo lo había hecho, que era parte de un equipo y que yo no podía colgarme esa medalla, nada más. So, um, when he gave the, the, chakra, uh, the chakra boards out, he said he was very excited because he had made them and he, he mentioned, we brought this to you, this is a gift, I did them with a all my love for you because we love you and all of this. So at the end of the, of the training, he was called um, to speak to him and they, they really, the teacher to speak yeah. to Guru Joda. Yes. Okay. Okay. And they uh, said that he shouldn't hang that medal on himself. It was part of a team. He, he shouldn't mention that he did them. That was, something he couldn't have done, he, should, he shouldn't have done. That was something very bad for him and it was a great mistake, it was wrong. So essentially you just got scolded because you added a contribution and then you were told that you, that you, that you made it all about you instead of making it about the team. Basicamente, right, sorry, go ahead. Basicamente fuiste este amonestado por haber contribuido y, y después haber dicho, o sea, eras parte de un equipo, no tenías por qué hacerte, eh, colgarte la medalla, como bien dijiste. Entonces tu, contribu tu contribución fue amonestada o castigada. Durante la formación de maestros hubo muchas ocasiones iguales a esas. Hubo muchas, muchas veces que me llamaron la atención porque me decían que yo decía muchos ejemplos erróneos o muchos ejemplos de la vida diaria y que no eran ejemplos yógicos. 
So during the formation, there were many times like this where he was um, he was uh, called uh, to because he would mention examples of the uh, daily life for the for the students, and they said that that was incorrect because it wasn't jogi uh, formation. It was not the jogi kind of life. You mean in terms of the material you were passing out that it included too much that was not in the KY system and they were basically saying, no, don't give them all that, only streamline it to the things we're saying, is what you're saying. Te debes de alinear, debes de decir lo que está aquí en el libro. Yeah, he should have aligned and mentioned only what is in the book. I see. Anyway, I, I want to pause you and just be like, anyone who's taken teacher training can hear the pain that's being transmitted through these airwaves right now um, because it's so confusing, right? When you're in this and you're so dedicated and you think you're doing the right thing and then somebody you admire then kind of puts you down at the wrong times. These things aren't by accident and they're not even personal to you. It's it's quite a built-in psychological abuse. And City Own points this out again in the email he sends. I'm going to go ahead and sum this up for this section. Um, but in his email, he, he says, the price of being a member of the organization required strong doses of psychological pressure, of manipulation to make you feel that the planning had to be perfect because all the success of the classes and the courses and the workshops depended on you and the service, the selfless service and devotion that you offer every day. So that includes sleeping on the couch, you know, the selflessness and every ounce of the dedication. If some, this is really key. If something went well, they thanked you. And if something didn't go as, as planned, the scoldings were harsh and made you feel guilty and the demand was increasing. So, yeah, basically let him know I just summed up some of the section of his email. Sí, eh, ella solamente ahorita leyó esta parte de tu email en donde justo estás mencionando esto en donde reflejas tanto dolor por el abuso psicológico, la presión. Resumió este lo que leíste, lo que platicaste en la lectura de tu email. Y todo esto, todo esto fue acumulándose durante dos años hasta que llegamos a 2017 que nos invitan a una a una reunión que hace una reunión anual de puros maestros de puros maestros de la vieja escuela y de la nueva escuela venía el director de 3HO aquí a la ciudad y nos invitaron nos hicieron parte de esa invitación a mí como maestro y como alumno yo nunca había asistido adelante so um, this went through uh, the following two years until 2017 when there was this big um, gathering with a, a great um, guru. And he was, before this, he never was part of this gathering until now. He was invited as a teacher and as a student. Es la reunión que se hace anualmente 
de la Asociación de Maestros de Kundalini Yoga. It's an annual gathering they, they, they do in Mexico for um, the gathering for the teachers of Kundalini Yoga once a year. Me sorprende de manera inaudita que estamos reunidos las diferentes escuelas, pero se notaba un aire de tensión, un aire de, de no te soporto, un aire de no me caes bien, pero aquí estamos todos siendo parte de una misma comunidad. Something that caught uh, strongly his attention was that there were many schools gathered in this, in this um, place and there was this tension around where they, everyone was there, but nobody could stand the other school or the other teachers or the other students. And he was very surprised uh, because he had never been there and he didn't know what was going on. Era una escena idéntica era una escena muy parecida a cuando el padrino, en la película del padrino, llega el padrino y todos los demás gangsters se tienen que alinear a lo que él dice. Era igualito. He comes, he's comparing the scene with a scene from The Godfather, when The Godfather arrives and all the gangsters have to be there. They don't want to and they don't like it, but they, The Godfather is there. Y recuerdo que a mí no me gustó la sensación de estar entre todos ellos porque ahí todos hablaban de iluminación, hablaban de ser una mejor comunidad, hablaban de que cómo, cómo Kundalini Yoga podía seguir creciendo dentro de México, pero todos hablaban como que a su propio beneficio, no hablaban de comunidad, hablaban de qué voy a ganar yo. The same thing that he noticed and he didn't like was that he heard everyone speaking about how Kundalini Yoga community could keep on growing and be better and be uh, bigger and how enlightening this was, uh, this experience was. But um, none of them talked about, they didn't really talk about the community, but of their own benefit. How can this help me? How can this uh, grow my, my, my pocket and all that? Like a full colonizer mentality, like a, co a colonizer mentality as opposed to a, a sustainability, a, a real grassroots growth, huh? Una mentalidad de colonizador. Exactamente. En donde están viendo toda la manera en que, pueden ser auto, que puede ser sustentable toda esta, esta colonización. Y cómo podemos atraer a más alumnos. And how can we gather more students and recruit more people? Justamente, y entonces a mí no me gustó estar, ser parte de esa comunidad, pero ya estaba yo dentro de, eh, de la asociación. So he didn't like to be part of the community, but he was all in the, the association, so. Entonces yo me enfoco en sacar adelante mi trabajo en rama, yo me enfoco ahí, pero después llega un punto bien importante, aquí fue el punto quiebre en mi vida. So he focuses on doing his work the best way he could at Rama. But then there comes like a breaking point in his life. En el 2017, en septiembre de 2017, hubo un terremoto muy fuerte aquí en la Ciudad de México. September 2017, there was a very big um, earthquake in Mexico. Yo estaba en la escuela. Yo estaba en la escuela de Rama del tercer piso de un edificio en una de las zonas donde más se derrumbaron edificios. He was in the third floor of uh, Rama, of the building, in one of the zones that had more 
buildings um, that fell during the earthquake that were damaged. Eso fue para mí muy traumático, fue muy doloroso y además fue muy, eh, me desafió muchísimo porque ese terremoto fue en un día martes y el sábado, cuatro días después, teníamos formación de maestros y yo tenía que tener todo listo. So this was a very traumatizing experience for him being there and also very painful everything that happened that day and um it was another thing was that it was on tuesday and four days after on saturday there was the training for teachers and he had to have everything ready and done because that was his job yo pensé yo creía que me iban a decir que no íbamos a tener formación de maestros y que la íbamos a aplazar He thought he was going to be instructed not to have the, the, the formation for teachers and they would extend the, the um, date. Okay, so I'm going to pause and just make sure we're following along. Um, so essentially, an earthquake happens, you're at the Rama building, you th there's a teacher training coming up this following weekend, it's a total disaster, and you think, for sure, they're going to at least postpone this, there's just too much going on, and... Okay. Y, y adelante, claro. Nada más resumió lo que tú dijiste para estar segura de que había entendido todo. Ajá, es exactamente lo mismo. Y después, uh, ese fin de semana, yo estaba muy espantado. La gente estaba muy espantada. Tuvimos que cambiar de lugar, tuvimos que buscar un lugar así rapidísimo para poder hacer nuestra formación de maestros en donde las personas se sintieran seguras. Yo tuve que hacer un trabajo maratónico de mover toda mi localización, todas mis cosas hacia el nuevo lugar. They had to move everything to a new facility because um, they, they didn't postpone the class. That, that, that didn't happen. So it, it was very confusing because the people were scared. He was scared. Everyone was... Uh, this was a very huge... Uh, earthquake in Mexico, it was compared to the one we had 20 years ago. Oh, no, how many years? ¿Cuántos años atrás? 30, años. 30 years before. So um, he was instructed to move everything to the new facilities and he had to do a great deal of, um, well, some, something that was some also um, almost impossible to do because everything was, was uh, fractured and was not in the condition to have classes. The buildings were not steady. Debo de dejar bien claro algo, y quiero ser bien puntual en esto. Yo en ese momento tenía una presión enorme sobre de mí. Tenía mucha presión por parte de Guru Yoda para ser perfecto, por parte de que la formación tenía que salir perfecta, y al mismo tiempo mi tierra se había movido completamente. He was under a lot of pressure. Uh, on one side, it was Guru Yoda um, saying that everything had to go on, continue and be perfect. On the other side, the classes where he was part of had to be, had, they had to be perfect. And on the other hand, our, our earth, our place, our Mexico had suffered a terrible earthquake. Mi propia tierra, mi propia tierra se había movido. 
His own um, soil had been moved. His personal. Ese fin de semana. Your own home. One of the things that he said that uh, that Sirion said regarding these the, these periods, he says, "I was only able to get through this stage and move on thanks to my faith in quote the technology and my classes that I kept teaching nonstop." So we've heard this repeatedly where one of the reasons or ways that we've gotten through these, this this part of how KY and 3HO system does this to us is we push through it, right? We push through and that's a part of the training. So this compacted pressure. And if you remember, that's what the teachings teach you. Pressure, you can do it. And you don't even know that you've been gaslit to do this and you've been gaslit to override your own inner knowing in so many ways and call that the technology. En tu correo mencionas esto en donde la única manera en que pudiste sobreponerte y llevar a cabo esta, esta tarea, pues esta tarea, esta labor era a través de la, gracias a la tecnología que decías que continuaste dando tus clases sin pausa y sin embargo este sistema lo que te enseña es que tienes que sobreponerte a tu voz interior a tus emociones a tu propio a, a lo que sabes que está sucediendo porque puedes porque tienes que porque todo debe de ser perfecto porque no tienes que detenerte ante nada entonces este gaslighting que te hacen en donde no es cierto y tienes que dejar de lado todas esas, esas pues tu, dejar de escucharte a ti mismo. Esta es la única manera y tú lo mencionas como que la tecnología fue lo que te permitió, pero en realidad es el sistema que te enseña eso. Y fue muy duro porque ese fin de semana todo salió mal. It was a very hard experience that weekend everything went wrong. Se me olvidaron materiales, se perdieron otras cosas. Algunos alumnos, la comida se enfrió, no llegó, algo pasó, todo salió mal. Um, everything went wrong, he forgot materials, he lost other stuff, um, the food was cold, um, the, some students couldn't arrive, others lost things also. So everything wasn't in its place, everything was wrong. Y ese fin de semana, durante una de las prácticas, yo estaba, estábamos en Sadna y estábamos, estábamos a las 4 de la mañana y a mí se me ocurrió hacer un posteo a favor de Rama diciendo, estamos iniciando Sadna en la formación de maestros. Estaba yo haciendo publicidad para ellos. Something that happened that day was that they were in Sadna and he uh, thought and posting Uh, as part of uh, publicity for Rama, that they were going to start, they were going to start Sadna, and um, his intention was to promote the practice. El día transcurrió, y a la hora de la comida, nos reunimos todos los maestros que formábamos parte de la formación. The day uh, went by, and uh, uh, When they gathered for the, the, their meal and they were all sharing this moment, all the teachers from formation of 
training of teachers. Recuerdo esto con mucho dolor. La verdad, lo recuerdo con mucho dolor. I really um, remember this as, as something that caused many pain, a lot of pain. Guru Yoda alzó la mirada y se sentó enfrente de mí y me dijo, tú no eres el, tú no eres el maestro que yo quiero dentro de mi organización. Guru Yoda sat in front of him, looked at him at the end and his eyes and said, you're not teacher I want in my organization. Oh my God. This is after this earthquake teacher training situation. Yes. Solamente todo el día te la pasas en el teléfono. Todo el día te la pasas escribiendo en el teléfono. Estás muy distraído. Has cometido muchos errores. You have been, um, you're all, all day, you're on your phone. You're very distracted. You have made many mistakes. Te voy a pedir en este momento y aquí frente a todos que agarres Facebook y lo borres. I'm going to ask you in front of everyone in this uh, precise moment that you should delete your Facebook. Wait, so he's doing this publicly in front of other people at the formation, publicly shaming you, saying that you were the one responsible for all the things that went wrong, and then basically saying, uh, uh, delete your Facebook because you posted about Sadna to come to Sadna, to like to basically encourage people to come out to Sadna, like we're getting started, come on out. And that was supposedly like you being distracted in social media as if you're not tuning into your practice. Is that what you're trying to say right now? Adelante, Carolina. Sí, este, lo que estás diciendo es que él te está culpando de todo lo que estuvo mal. Te está diciendo que tu distracción por estar en Facebook cuando en realidad estabas posteando, invitando a la gente a ser parte de Sadna, de hacer esta práctica, y él te está eh, avergonzando en frente de todo mundo porque tú hiciste esto y te está pidiendo que borres tu Facebook porque eso es lo que te mantiene distraído. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, so, and painful to hear. I, I want to just say that you've painted this picture quite well. Just the the increased pressure, the 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 signs along the way, um, and I know this continued until you just kind of just pressed through, even though you had noticed these things until the Premka book came out. But even then, you pressed through. So I'm wondering if you could bring us to that and like when all the the reporters of harm started speaking up. Solo quiere comentarte que esto es muy doloroso de, de escuchar y que está claro que tú a través de todo esto eh, lo, lo pintas muy claramente, lo muestras muy claramente para poder comprender por lo que estás pasando y aún así después seguiste dando más y seguiste adelante hasta que salió el libro. Si, si puedes poner en contexto esa, esa parte. Sí, la verdad es que uh, para mí fue muy doloroso que me exhibiera entre todas las personas que estábamos ahí. Yo lo único que pude decirle fue Facebook. En este momento, Facebook es el menor de mis problemas. It was very, very painful for him to be, um, to be shown off by um, Guru Yoda in front of everyone. And the only thing that he could think of saying at that moment uh, was Facebook is the least of my problems right now. And you said that out loud? Yeah. Oh, well sí. done. Yeah. Well done. 
y los demás maestros que se supone nos apoyábamos, todos así. The rest of the teachers that were supposed to be um, supporting each other were quiet and silent and nobody didn't even look at you. Nobody, nobody spoke out. Everybody just went silent and he publicly shamed you and that was supposed to be okay. Nadie, nadie you're like, te Facebook apoyo. is the least of my worries, buddy. <laughs> y me dolió mucho. Recuerdo que se me salieron las lágrimas. Empecé a llorar. Me paré muy enojado y me fui. Y se acabó el fin de semana. Y yo seguía trabajando en rama. Seguía, seguía trabajando en rama. Seguía dando todo de mí. Yo sentía que yo seguía. Mi sueño era ser capacitador líder. Yo quería ser como Guru Yoda. Porque eso es lo que me habían dicho. Pero además quería ser más. Quería todavía llegar hasta un tercer nivel. He was very hurt. He was um, very sad. So he did shed some tears. And that was the, well, the, the end of the weekend. And he continued. And he continued working, giving the best of him, working at Rama, because he thought that um, he wanted to be like Guru Yoda. He wanted to be this um, high-level train, trainer because he, that's what he was taught. And that was his dream. He wants to publicly apologize if he says this uh, with um, being upset or with anger. But he feels that anger when he speaks about this. Well, Una... you don't have to apologize for your anger here. You can just feel it and then no. express it. No necesitas disculparte por tu enojo, puedes solo sentirlo y expresarlo. Recuerdo que algo se rompió dentro de mí esa vez. Yo confiaba mucho en Rama, yo confiaba mucho en los maestros, yo confiaba mucho en la organización, pero en ese momento me sentí tan solo que algo se rompió dentro de mí. He felt something broke inside of him because he trusted Rama, he trusted the teachers. He trusted the system. He trusted um, what he had learned. And he was so sad and so alone. He felt so lonely that he felt something broke. Unas semanas después, dos o tres semanas después, todavía con este trauma del temblor y el regaño que había yo tenido y que todo había salido mal en esa formación de maestros, Guru Yoda iba a dar un, una clase, una masterclass un viernes en la noche. Ya todo estaba puesto, yo ya había organizado todo para que esa masterclass saliera perfecta, la iba a dar Guru Yoda. Two or three weeks later, when, um, after the earthquake, after this uh, episode, in front of everyone, um, he continued working and he was in charge of organ uh, the organization of a masterclass that Guru Yoda was giving. And he had to have everything perfect. Sí, está Ok, entonces llega esa masterclass, dos días antes de la masterclass. Guru Yoda me manda un mensaje, un correo y me dice, estoy enfermo, no voy a poder dar la clase, la vas a tener que dar tú. So he receives an email two days before the masterclass where uh, Guru Yoda mentions that he's sick, he's ill, 
and uh, that he will not be able to give the class, the master class, and that um, he will have to give it for him. Entonces, a mí me puso en un punto en el cual yo no estaba preparado, yo no me sentía listo, yo no estaba bien, y además yo no sabía de qué iba a hablar, yo no sabía cuál era la pauta de la masterclass. This was the point where um, he didn't feel right. This didn't feel right. He wasn't feeling well after what had happened. And he had no idea of what the masterclass was about. He had no information. He wasn't ready. La masterclass salió horrible, como tenía que salir. Salió muy mal. Me aventó contra los tiburones. Realmente sentí que me aventó contra una jaula, de, contra una pecera de tiburones. Yeah, the, the masterclass didn't come out well. He didn't have the time enough to prepare. He felt that uh, he was thrown directly to a cage with sharks, against sharks. Es en ese entonces, en ese momento que decido renunciar a Rama porque me di cuenta que era demasiada la presión y que ya no estaban confiando en mí, pero que ya me estaban presionando de la misma manera como habían presionado a otras personas atrás de mí, te presionan, te presionan, te presionan, hasta que tú renuncias. Okay, so at this point is when he decides to resign. He noticed and he uh, felt this awareness that um, he was being pressured in order to quit, as they had done with other people before him. They pressure at, the, at a point where you have to quit. They weren't trusting him anymore, but he wasn't uh, receiving any support neither and you had already noticed this as a pattern you had said that um there was a price of a, being a member you know the psychological pressure and the manipulation and you had noticed that other people would have would quit ang this is what you said before me there were several people who worked at rama and who quit their jobs and i was able to discover a constant They all quit angry, with a high level of stress, and with a devaluation of their person, as if everything bad, it would have been because of their, their responsibility. And they all broke relations with Guru Joda and his wife, Dave Amrit. So what we're witnessing here is a pattern. We're noticing a pattern, and suddenly City Ohm's waking up to... Oh, I see what's happening. I'm getting that same treatment that everybody else had. And then they disappear from the planet and they then recruit the new person to come in and it carries on, which is very yeah. 3HO, by the way. This is like classic 3HO formula. Like this is how every company was built in 3HO, ladies and gentlemen, KRI, <laughs> every yoga studio, Yogi T, a call security, like start listening and you realize This is the technology. This is the formula. The formula is this pattern. And then the pattern carries on. And because we go away, new people carry on. And before you know it, there's another decade or two lost. Adelante, Carl. Sí, este es un patrón. Ella lee un, en resumen la parte que estás platicando en tu correo, en donde esto es, es un patrón. Y cuando tú te das cuenta que es un patrón, y ves hacia atrás, eh, las, es parte del sistema, es parte del patrón, es esta constante que tú mencionas en tu correo en donde las personas se van enojadas y como se van y cortan contacto y lazos, 
Entonces van por el reclutamiento de la gente nueva y hay otros 10, 20 años perdidos en esa en esta constante, en este patrón, en esta manera de manipular a las personas y usarlas. Yo sigo dando clases y llega la pandemia. Yo sigo dando clases bien, muy feliz. Todo, rompí mis relaciones completamente, rompí mis relaciones con ellos. Yo ya no quería saber nada de, de rama ni de todo lo que tuviera que ver con ellos. He totally broke relation with Rama. He didn't want to have anything to do with them, but he continued his classes happy. Actually, he was happy giving his classes, but he broke all relation with Rama. Y llega la pandemia y de repente aparece el libro, el libro de Premka y empiezo a escuchar todo ese run run, todo ese ronroneo que hablaba acerca de un libro de velando secretos de toda la organización de 3HO. So, uh, he, then the pandemic arrives and um, he starts listening uh, to these um, rumors and uh, all this talking about this book that comes out where they are, um, dealing, um, you know, It's taking Premka. to life. Yeah. It's called Premka and it came out in Premka. February 2020, right around the same time as the pandemic. We'll keep going. And where they reveal secrets from 3HO. A la par del libro de Premka, a mí me llega el libro de Guaje Gurukar por, por, por medio de una amiga que también había trabajado en Rama y salió bajo las mismas condiciones mías. So at the same time this book comes out, he receives a book from Waheguru Kar uh, that had um, came out at the same time. A friend of his uh, uh, gave, gave them the book and um, it had the same experience he had before him. She had also um, worked at Rama and left Rama under the same conditions. The person who gave you the copy of Trust All for Nothing by Waiguru. That's that's where you got access. So I'm going to pause just so listeners can really follow what we're saying here. Um, essentially, after this is what City Om had written to me. After the appearance of Premka's book in 2020, everything became very confusing for me. I was filled with doubt, but at the same time, I didn't want to investigate. So I want to point out here that this you know when the when the store when the book came out and then the floodgate of stories happened and then very soon the AOB report there was a lot of misinformation happening where people in Latin American countries Mexico China Europe they weren't getting their teacher trainers and think about that room with all the school of the teacher trainers that he was talking about If your lead teacher isn't going to disseminate the proper information, then you're getting whatever rumored information. And so people weren't, you know, it's not like 3HO was announcing stuff. The information was coming from Facebook. It was coming from the books. And so if you were in these teacher training systems in any other countries, it would be pretty hard to gotten correct, proper, and you would have had to have someone like who he's talking about that gave him something to kind of encourage him past his cognitive dissonance. That's what it means when you know you should look at something, but you don't because it's counteracting your belief system. And now you're in a state of cognitive dissonance and it can just put you in a state of frozen. Um, so, so he goes on to say, do you need me to pause? Um, ¿Quieres que pause? Bueno, te, te explico lo que está Sí, comentando. lo que dice. Mm -hmm. 
Ok, entonces algo que ella menciona es que durante este periodo en donde sale el libro de Premka, que al mismo tiempo había mucha desinformación, no había información directa. Estaba haciendo información por redes sociales, Facebook, otros medios, gente en Latinoamérica, en China, en Europa, pero no había la información real. Entonces, si tu mentor o tu maestro, tu, tu guía no te daba la información, todo era mal informado. Entonces, al mismo tiempo, la única manera, ella menciona que hay un proceso en donde es como, como que te congelas porque uh -huh. no quieres eh, investigar, aunque sabes que debes, pero prefieres no hacerlo. Este, entonces, hasta que llega una persona como quien te dio el libro de Guaje Guru para que, como engancharte de una realidad, ¿no? Y te saca de ese estado de bloqueo, de bloqueo. No, so he goes on to say um, that what he just spoke of was this lady named, uh, this lady who left earlier, hears him interviewing with someone named Jai Hari Singh and basically says to him, you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't support an abuser. So this is in 2021. He's in, City Om's in a state of cognitive dissonance. He knows he should investigate, but perhaps he might find information he doesn't want to find. So he doesn't do anything-ish. And this person says you shouldn't support an abuser. Gives him a copy of the book called Trust All for Nothing, which is not publicly published, but it is circulated. And this is by Waheguru, and she was an early secretary who was sexually, psychologically, physically abused. And a lot of us read this, and it was a thousand times more horrible than Premka, with more detail. Yeah. Ahí está este estado en el que tú estás, que ella llama disonancia cognitiva, que es esta parte de bloqueo y como congelamiento mental y emocional, en donde no sabes que tienes que investigar, pero no quieres porque sabes que vas a encontrar cosas peores, más vas a encontrar más cosas. Y entonces es cuando en este tiempo, este libro que, que te proporcionó tu conocida, que te dijo, no debes eh, apoyar a un abusador, este, en esta entrevista que tuviste, eh, entonces ella te proporciona ese libro que escribió Waje Guru, donde ella es secretaria y ella vive una experiencia y relata en el libro una experiencia todavía más detallada y más horripilante que Premka, el libro de Premka, donde fue abusada física, emocional, sexualmente. Y este libro, aunque no está publicado, no está al público, está circulando. Y muchas en la comunidad lo han leído. Para mí fue un shock. El, el leer el libro de Waje Guru fue un shock tremendo. Porque me di cuenta que aunque yo no fui abusado sexualmente y yo nunca vi un abuso sexual dentro de mi círculo, me sentí completamente identificado en la parte del abuso físico y del abuso psicológico, completamente identificado. He was in total shock when he read the book of Waheguru because he realized that uh, even though he wasn't aware of any sexual uh, abuse to himself or to any other part of his community of his circle, um, he totally felt identified with the physical and psychological and verbal abuse. 
yeah, we, I want to I want to just point out in his in your letter to me, you actually said. Wahi Guru's book burst my rose colored bubble, completely burst my world, and it came crashing down. This is when I realized how serious the situation was, and I was able to identify that much of the abuse described in those pages was psychological and physical abuse, and also a lot of manipulation. And then I discovered that I had experienced something like this, having worked at Rama and having done Seva for teachers. Yeah. Eh, si ella puntualiza nada más que en tu correo mencionas lo horrorizado que estás y lo identificado que te sientes con este abuso psicológico y físico que experimentaste en el Seba y en la escuela de, de maestros trabajando en Rama en general. Y entonces, entonces todo toma sentido. So everything makes sense now. Well, I want to read what you said because you said it really powerfully. You said, I had also experienced this level of abuse at Rama and having done seva for the teachers like Jai Hari, Arjun Singh Samaron, Job Singh, and the IKYTA Mexico organization, and many times receiving mistreatment and a relationship of, I am the teacher and you are here to serve and you must obey me. Eh, la manera en que plasmas esto de una manera tan poderosa en tu carta, en donde estas personas que fueron tus maestros, en donde te mencionan que tú estás, que ellos son los maestros, que tú estás para servir y obedecer, y en donde tienes este, este abuso, no es un abuso. <risa> donde ellos te exigen este comportamiento de servicio y obediencia, sí. en donde tú no existes. Y te llevan a un nivel en donde siempre te están como el burro con la zanahoria, siempre te están dando, te están jalando y te están motivando, pero la verdad es que lo único que hacen es presionarte, presionarte, presionarte. Es un esquema, es un patrón de conducta y los únicos que se benefician son ellos. They take you to a level where they, they have you seen this image of a horse or a donkey being, um, you know, guided with a carrot or a, an apple on, on the front, that's what they do. So- um, And always moving the carrot, always yeah. moving the always. carrot, always, and making it higher and higher levels. And y los únicos que se your benefician. fault, your guilt, your, your negativity, your, your inability. And the only ones that benefit from all this are them. The la pirámide. The top la pirámide. of the pyramid. La pirámide. <laughs> um, I just think some of these quotes are just so great. I just have to keep going back. Um, at this point, he says, is when I decided to break all relationships with Sikh Dharma, 3HO, KRI, IKYTA Mexico, and all the members of the Khalsa. When I decided to raise my voice, some people attacked me. Many este people. Punto, ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. En este punto quiere puntualizar lo que tú mencionas, que decides romper tu relación con um, 
Con todas las organizaciones. Todas las organizaciones que, que involucran Kundalini Yoga. Y cuando esto sucedió, mucha gente te atacó. Many people stopped talking to me and walked away from me. Many schools closed their doors to me. Now remember, Zidion kept teaching. So it's not like he, you know, gave up practicing yoga. He just cut ties with the organization officially and was speaking out against the psychological and physical abuse and yet kind of put his attention to do something different. Entonces ahí mencionas que decides cortar lazos y dejar, no solo te, te atacan, sino dejan de hablarte, dejan de buscarte organizaciones, escuelas, personas, y tú sigues dando clases, tú sigues practicando yoga, solo decides cortar lazos con estas organizaciones y estas personas que están dentro de un sistema de abuso, pero tú continúas. Fui atacado, me mandaban correos diciéndome que era una vergüenza como persona y una vergüenza como maestro, por ejemplo. He was attacked, he, he received emails where they told him he was ashamed as a person and as a teacher. Me, me dijeron que ya nunca iban más, alumnos me dijeron, ya nunca más vamos a tomar clase contigo. There were students that told him, we will never, ever take classes with you again. Y cuando me quité el turbante, porque lo hice públicamente, muchas personas me atacaron, me dijeron que era yo una persona falsa. When, um, in a public way, He took off his um, turban. turban that he was attacked and he was told that he was false. He wasn't, he wasn't real. He wasn't honest. He was a false person. So all these years you had been wearing white and wearing a turban and growing your hair. Like you were living the full lifestyle, like full in, like the full deal. Sadna in the morning, vegetarian. And being a vegetarian in Mexico is no joke. Yes, todos estos años. I'm sorry, I, I paused because I started taking classes with him with the turban. Entonces, todos estos años, tú hiciste todo tu estilo de vida era Kundalini Yoga, ¿no? Tu turbante, tu vestir de blanco, toda esta forma de vida la adoptaste como tal y fueron años así hasta ahora. Era mi sueño. Era mi sueño, era mi sueño, era mi sueño llegar a ser un gran maestro, un gran líder. It was his dream to become a great uh, teacher, a great leader. Yeah, to follow the master. I, I want to read another part of from your email. Is that okay? Yeah. He writes, currently I feel lost and sad and angry because many of these teachers continue as if nothing had happened, keep on giving their courses and their workshops, filling their bags with money and spreading a dialogue like, I wasn't there, I didn't see anything. Let's stop complaining and stop blaming others. Let's vibrate love. And this makes me so sick, he says. Parte de tu email, lo que acaba de leer es que actualmente te sientes triste porque estás viendo como todos estos maestros que siguen en, este, en esta organización 
con ese sistema en donde parece que no pasa nada, en donde ellos dicen, yo no estaba cuando eso sucedió y hay que seguir vibrando alto y hay que seguir iluminando y hay que seguir siendo iluminados y entonces eh, siguen con su vida como si nada estuviera pasado y eso me enferma. Yo uso mucho las redes sociales, soy muy activo, tanto en Instagram como en Facebook, y hace poco puse un post, el, un, hace un mes, y una chica, criticando todo el estilo de vida, yogico de Kundalini, y una chica me puso, qué malagradecidos somos ahora, ya que este maestro trajo, trajo toda una tecnología que nos ha salvado la vida. So, um, he is very active in social media, Facebook, Instagram. So he's constantly posting things and he, he is very clear and honest on how he feels about Kundalini Yoga. So he was uh, mentioning this and one of the, um, uh, one of the persons, a student uh, said that it was a, a shame and it was very wrong what he was doing because uh, this This, uh, who was it? ¿Quién era el maestro? Brian had brought all this technology and all this style of life to our community and that was very um, selfish of him to mention that it was that to mention something bad about Kundalini Yoga. And yeah, and, and I want to point out that what happened to City Om when he starts speaking publicly, right? This is this is what we see as the normal thing. So think about how many. There was another episode I did. I want to say maybe episode thirty nine, and she also was still in in twenty twenty one, and was getting kind of the rhetoric of the teachers that were just saying, you know, don't pay attention, just keep teaching. And so to make a line in the sand like City Om did and just said no, right? And now he's vocal and he's speaking out. And now people are coming him with the rhetoric saying, how could you speak bad about such a special technology that's changing so many people's lives? And this is the perpetuation. It's moving through the teacher training still to this day because people aren't looking at the very systems that have enabled this level of grooming and abuse to go on for 50 years. Es, en uno de sus episodios anteriores, parece que el 39, eh, tiene una entrevista con una persona que, igual que tú, pinta su línea, su raya, por este mismo este patrón de conducta, este mismo abuso, y al mismo tiempo recibe este tipo de comentarios. ¿Cómo puedes hacer, cómo puedes criticar, cómo puedes juzgar este sistema que ha traído tan buen, tanta tecnología tan buena y ha cambiado tantas vidas. Entonces, esto es porque la gente no ve lo que hay eh, de, en el fondo de la organización, no ve lo que hay en la base y cómo durante 50 años ha venido habiendo este abuso y esta forma como, ella le llama grooming, pero es como de que te soban el lomo, es algo parecido a lo que nosotros diríamos, este, para poder continuar este abuso durante tantísimos años. Entonces, esto que te está pasando a ti también les ha pasado a otras personas que están cortando lazos que pueden ver el abuso. Los nuevos, los que siguen en el sistema, no lo pueden ver. Y hay alumnos, hay personas que me han dicho que ellos sienten que esto es una pelea a niveles de maestros que a los alumnos no les afecta. 
they think some people have told them that uh, this is a, like a fight at a level of teachers, not it doesn't involve students. Es, es, la, es la mayoría, la, gran, la gran desinformación que hay y que existe porque han tapado, han tapado todos los, todos los eh, entrevistas y todo lo que hemos querido decir muchas personas nos lo tapan. Because it, this disinformation comes from what of all the interviews and um, they, when they want to go public on this, they're being blocked. Es por eso que estoy aquí. Es por eso que estoy aquí contigo. Y es por eso que estoy diciendo todas estas cosas, porque me siento triste. Debo de reconocer que mi corazón se siente muy triste por todo lo que ha pasado, porque mi sueño se fue, porque siento que fui engañado, me sentí estafado y porque se me cerraron demasiadas puertas después de todo esto. He feels very sad. His heart feels very sad. That is why he is speaking with you right now. Uh, and um, he feels that his dream just faded away, that he was, um, that there was a, a great deal of um, not, not misinformation, but fraud. He feels wow. defrauded. Yeah, he feels that a lot of uh, doors were closed for him. Y, y yo no, no me gustaría, no quiero que se siga perpetuando el abuso hacia, hacia más alumnos. Yo estoy, yo como te lo digo al principio, yo no busco venganza. Yo quiero que las personas estén informadas para que no les pase lo mismo que a mí me pasó. He feels that um, he wants to help stop the abuse. He wants other people to have the information and be aware. So that won't happen to them the same thing that he lived that he experienced. So that's uh, his, what he wants to do with this kind of uh, interviews and speaking out, not revenge. He is sad, not mad. Hay muchos maestros allá afuera, muchas maestras que se siguen poniendo turbante y se siguen vistiendo de blanco y siguen, siguen adorando a ese maestro. Y la verdad es que es molesto. A mí me resulta muy molesto. He, he's, Uh, can see many teachers that have continue with this lifestyle, uh, living this uh, false dream, and that makes him um, uncomfortable. That makes him feel that it's not correct. Los están engañando, los están estafando. They're being, um, they're being uh, defrauded. That, that is not the truth. Um, I can't agree more with you. So thank you for your courage to speak out and to give us a glimpse into your lived experience and your dedication. Um, we're talking about a lot of years, right? 2006 to 2021. And you're just beginning to let yourself see the full story and, and the process, it, of course, your heart must be heavy. El otro día, vi a una persona vestida de blanco y llevaba su cabeza cubierta. No sé si era un maestro de Kundalini Yoga, pero mi sensación fue de miedo. He, um, bueno, antes te comento, ella sí. totalmente está de acuerdo contigo. Este, ella entiende que después de tantísimos años de dedicación, 15 años de dedicación de de amor a esta 
esta práctica, que te sientas así, es normal, que estés triste eh, y eh, está totalmente de acuerdo con, con todo esto que tú comentas. So what he mentioned is that um, he saw someone dressed in white and with his uh, covered, his head covered. His turban. And yeah, his turban. But his reaction was a bit of fear. His, he reacted with feeling fear. Entonces me di cuenta que lo que siento es una especie de trauma. Quedé como con una especie de trauma dentro de mí. Y ella dice que eres un sobreviviente de este trauma. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> your voice is extra important here because the Spanish language teacher trainings are a big movement. Latin America is one of the biggest grow, growth patterns right now in KY. It's not unique. It's not the only place, Europe, but, but Latin America is really growing. And it's been a lot of attention for many decades and it's kind of hitting this exponential pinnacle. So it's really important that this conversation gets spread to Spanish speakers and that people really start to see the patterns that have been happening for 50 years and how those same exact patterns are replicated in an entirely different country on entirely different continents but it's the exact same formula that YB put in place in the in the 60s es muy importante tu voz en este escenario porque eh, el crecimiento exponencial en latinoamérica con el kundalini yoga es ha, ha crecido muchísimo ha sido un crecimiento exponencial entonces, eh, que los hispanohablantes puedan escuchar esta, este tipo de mensajes de, de, de ti, eh, que lo viviste desde adentro, es de suma importancia para que estén, para que sepan lo que sucede realmente. Que sepan que esto ha pasado en todo el mundo, en Europa, en Asia, que es un patrón que ha seguido durante 50 años. Sí, tal vez tendríamos que hacer una segunda parte, porque todavía hay mucho que contar, ¿no? Yeah, maybe a second part of, of an interview to tell more about what it has to be told. Yeah, and I would ask you to really think about what are some of the slogans, the lingo, the, the patterns that you have been able to recognize in yourself as a trauma survivor of this training system. Um, And as you start to map it out, like it would be really great to come on and kind of list the language out loud. So, because sometimes we recognize ourselves in someone else's story, just like you recognized yourself in Waheguru's story. And to hear, kind of like to map out like, oh, at this stage, if you're in level one, this is the type of stuff that happens. But then when you're transitioning to this stage, this is the type of stuff. And from a Spanish-speaking point of view, I think it would be very powerful because there, there might be some unique dynamics that are used culturally, but are mm -hmm. still Kundalini 3HO based. Like I, I heard the marriage stuff and the shaming of the women stuff and the extra pressure, the further you go in. So there's patterns that show up everywhere. 
que algo que sería importante es que puedas como eh, documentar eh, como esta experiencia de acuerdo a los niveles, de acuerdo a la cultura, de acuerdo al sistema que, aunque están basados en, este, en un patrón kundalini, y culturalmente hay cosas que tal vez aquí se hagan de diferente manera o que tengan que ver, estén relacionadas directamente como esto que mencionabas de el avergonzar a, a, a la mujer, de la cuestión del matrimonio, de estas cosas que suceden eh, en todas partes con uh, 3HO o um, con Kundalini en general, pero que enfocado hacia nuestra cultura puedas identificar, porque así como tú te identificaste con el libro de Guajaguru, otras personas podrán identificarse con lo que tú puedas exponer de acuerdo a los niveles que fuiste, cómo fuiste transicionando de un nivel a otro. Totalmente. Y lo que pueden identificar. Voy a, tengo, tengo un proyecto en mente que apenas estoy desarrollando eh, pa, precisamente para todo esto. Okay, he has a project that he is uh, currently developing to start with all this. Perfect, because I think it would be really helpful from, from a, a Spanish language teacher training system point of view um, to really point out, um, oh, treatment if you have no money, treatment if you have money, treatment if you can't pay for training. And so there, there could just be signs and signals. Yeah. And um, in any cult level training or training, uh, Uh, like Stephen Hassan is a, a cult expert and he talks about the spectrum of coercion, right? Wanting to belong. And then when it starts becoming mind control, right? And, and that stuff is super helpful, but be able to translate what he's talking about specific to the Kundalini training system, because it's unique that somebody goes from level one through all the level twos and the level threes, but it's far more common than I've realized the amount of people that end up in this system and manipulated for a decade plus. Sí, sería importante que pudieras como plasmar esto porque en la manera en que lo plasma, um, you said Stephen Hassan. Stephen Hassan, yeah, cult expert. Eh, que es un experto en culto en donde se desarrolla un patrón, en donde este, cómo pasa la manipulación, cómo, cómo es la transición, donde empiezas a pertenecer y eso ya se convierte en un lavado de cerebro. Entonces, esta parte en donde tú puedas identificar cómo es el trato cuando tienes dinero, cuando no tienes dinero, cómo es en el nivel 1, cómo pasas al nivel 2, cómo va aumentando la presión, la responsabilidad, todo esto, en donde puedas hacerlo para que quede plasmado en nuestra, de acuerdo a nuestra cultura es muy importante que la gente sepa y que pueda quedar ahí. Este. Somos, somos un grupo de varios ex maestros que estamos uniéndonos todos para hacer este proyecto y esperemos que salga pronto a la luz. So it's a group of ex teachers that are, um, you know, doing this together in order to take it out and make it public. Muy bien, muy bien. Well, I just want to say thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for trusting me with your story and having the courage to speak it out loud, even under attack. Gracias por, por contactarla. Gracias por exponer tu, tu historia, aún siendo atacado por hacerlo en su plataforma. Yo agradezco mucho, de verdad, tu confianza. Agradezco mucho tu soporte. Agradezco mucho también la protección que nos das y, el, y la confianza que nos das de hablar abiertamente. Creo que 
cuando yo vi la primera vez tus videos, dije, esto es lo que se necesita en todos lados. So he really appreciates uh, very much your support and uh, that you give them this platform to be, to voice what uh, others can't. And because it, he feels that he is safe doing this with you. He's seen, he had seen your other um, episodes and that's what he felt from the beginning that you give this space and some kind of safety so they can speak. Thank you. Thank Gracias. you, I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. Um, <clears throat> I want to transition to your song. I ask all guests to bring us a song that represents their episode. And um, I want to remind all listeners that Sidiom or Sidi Ganesha, as he's transitioning, and he's transitioning his work, but he's also transitioning his own sense of identity. When we uncouple from these places, it can be very, very hard and new formations of identity that happen in, in cult spaces. So this song, would you like to introduce us why you chose this song? Escogí, a ver, adelante Carolina, antes que otra cosa. Creo que se lo entendiste todo. Ok, Pero, nada más para las personas. Que este, le gustaría introducir esta, esta canción o esta melodía que tú elegiste para, para que nos expliques por qué porque no solamente ha sido una transición de salir de este espacio en donde estabas sino también es una transición de identidad entonces aunque vas estás haciendo un cambio de Siriyama, Siriyanesha es un todo entonces es eh, importante que nos compartas el porqué de esta canción escogí la canción Himalaya ya que para mí representa la subida y la subida hacia un punto, hacia un objetivo en el cual te puedes perder muchas veces y lo único que te sostiene es tu fe. So he shows this song because um, Himalayas shows you how you can go to certain point of your life or of any circumstance and the only thing that could really Um, hold you is your faith. Keep you um, keep you in one. Así es. Well, thank you. All right, folks. Yeah. Well, this song that chose uh, that uh, Siddhi Ganesha chose is Himalaya by Sat Peter Singh. And uh, for those of you that were able to hear his episode, um, this is an old Kundalini yoga classic. And <clears throat> It is from the good old early days. And if you took teacher tra training and if you did tantric yoga, you're certain to know about this song. So let's go ahead and listen in on this for a second. Vamos a escucharla. Bring your troubles to me, child of God. I will hold you in my arms forever. The longing of your soul has finally brought you to my feet. Saints and angels are beckoning to 
wanted to give us a little snippet of that you can obviously youtube more of that song and listen to it in full um and for many many people may be triggered hearing this song because it's so kundalini yoga infused and so keep that in mind um i hope that you listen to it and you see yourself as the answer that you're turning to and realize that so much of the teachings quote that teachings are confusing because on one hand it's teaching us to find this resonance within ourself and know who we are from a soul level and another level it's infused with very predatory gaslighting manipulative and coercive behavior and when these things are commingled at their root systems they're not easily unentangled Espero que con toda esta plática y esta canción a los que conocen, para los que están involucrados en el Kundalini Yoga y la conocen, les hayan tocado alguna campana, ya que eh, es muy complicado estar en un sistema en que por un lado te abre eh, como esta gran posibilidad de eh, iluminación y grandeza, y por otro lado eh, hay manipulación, hay una, hay una gran cantidad de manipulación y de abuso. Entonces, cuando estas dos, estas dos vertientes están como enredadas, es muy difícil de desenredar. Es muy difícil salir de ahí. So as you're listening to this episode, take time for yourself, okay? Recognize yourself as a survivor of complex trauma because growing up, being a part of these types of systems, None of us leave out untraumatized, even if we can't recognize it as trauma because there were too many transformations that happened during these decades that we found ourselves also traumatized. And both can be true at the same time. Espero que mientras escuchan este episodio, tomen un tiempo para sí mismos y puedan interiorizar, porque estar en este tipo de sistemas 
en donde aparentemente hay grandes transformaciones, también es muy difícil identificarse a uno mismo como un sobreviviente del trauma, porque existen las dos partes, la parte de la transporte, durante años ha habido una transformación que también es real, y por otro lado ha, ha habido un traumatismo, una, un trauma que es muy, muy real. Entonces es complicado poder como interiorizar es, estas dos realidades, estas dos verdades. And in closing, I want to point out that so much of his story really named a lot of teachers and also the hierarchy of teachers. Mucha de tu historia también, eh, de, de, de tu historia marca no solamente la realidad de los maestros, sino la jerarquía de, de los maestros. It's really important as we're hearing the stories and we think about our own story that we recognize that people can be well-meaning people and still participating in systems that are violent and abusive. Es importante poder identificar que en estos sistemas puede haber gente bien intencionada y todavía aún así participar en estos sistemas de abuso. And I say this out loud because whether it's somebody like Taran Taran who came up in his, his particular story because she was the senior teacher of his teacher training, or it's Krishnakar who was the senior teacher or lead trainer, or it's name the head honcho, they can be good people or one of the teachers in between can be good people and still participating in violent, abusive behavior and not even know that they're perpetuating these systems of long-term abuse. Eh, esto lo menciono porque puede haber eh, personalidades dentro de, del alto liderazgo de, entrena, de entrenamiento, de entrenadores como eh, no tengo yo Clara, las, los nombres es... Uh -huh. Tarantaran y Krishnakar, etc. Es, es correcto. O cualquiera de ellos, en donde aún siendo personas bien intencionadas, eh, son partícipes y sí, de, este, de este sistema de abuso violento y donde no se dan cuenta que están perpetrando estos este, sistemas abusivos y violentos en la comunidad. Sí es muy importante recalcar que no todas las personas que están en la comunidad son malas personas, es muy real. Yo no digo que también todas las intenciones siempre sean malas, pero yo hablo desde mi experiencia y es lo que a mí me tocó vivir y, y se confunde, uno, uno se confunde con estas dos fuerzas jalándote en la cual por un lado quieres buscar tu iluminación y por otro lado te están llevando hacia la tierra y hundiéndote cada vez más. It's very important for him to mention that um, he is aware that not all, all people have bad intentions or are, are doing this from their uh, being mean to others, but you get confused and you get engaged and um, you don't realize that you are being part of it. So on one side, you are seeking for enlightenment and on the other side, you are being sunk in this terrible system where you are being violently abused. Well said, well said. And if we can look at those lead trainers and the ones that are them and the ones that are them, they're all victims and survivors of really complex abuse. And whether they've stopped to recognize it or they just keep pushing on and teaching what they've always been taught to teach, 
it doesn't take away that they are also survivors and are then also perpetuating that predatory behavior through the teachings. Es, es importante mencionar que estas personas que siguen siendo, está, están siendo líderes en esta pirámide de, entren, de entrenamientos de maestros, son tanto víctimas como victimarios que de alguna manera siguen en, enseñando lo que han sido enseñados, lo que han aprendido y que es parte de lo que ellos hacen, pero también son perpetradores de este abuso. Están en medio de son también sobrevivientes, se den cuenta o no. Así es. Gracias. Gracias, gracias. It was so big. It was so much. It's a lot to take in, folks, and I want you to know that that's called this life, right? That's what it means to be a part of, of these types of coercive systems, which is all the more reason it's important to speak out. So your voice means so much. Thank you, Ganesha, Sirigom. Gracias. All the ways that you are addressed, and thank you for your courage to um, to speak out and to disrupt your own unconscious patterns of just pressing through, and to really read and to listen and to let yourself listen. It's courageous. Thank you. Gracias. Gracias. Gracias también, Caro. Gracias por todo tu trabajo. Gracias. I Caro. Want Gracias. To say thank you for listening. This is another episode of the Uncomfortable Conversations podcast. The Untold Stories of the 3HO Kundalini Yoga Community. You can donate to this broadcast at gurunishan.com forward slash uncomfortable conversations. And um, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to me at gn at gurunishan.com. You can also subscribe, follow, and support um, this podcast. And the best support that you can offer is to share the podcast and to write a review so that it keeps getting more and more traction. Uh, thank you so much for your listening time and your sharing. And thank you for your voice, Sri Om. We really appreciate you. Gracias. And thank you, Carolina, for your translations today. Gracias. Buenas noches. Adios. Lastly, before I sign off, actually, I wanted to just make an announcement to say that this episode really highlighted for me the importance of making sure that every episode that we do on the Uncomfortable Conversations podcast gets translated into the various languages that Kundalini Yoga is taught in. Now, I'm no technology expert. I do the best I can to record these podcasts and to get them out um, to the public domain. But if you are listening to this and you are technology inclined and you somehow know how we could get the episodes simply translated um, into Spanish and Italian and all the other languages, I have a feeling there's a way to do this on YouTube much more simply than I am aware of. But I put that out to our community. If you are listening to this and you have a way to help us um, know how to simply get the Uncomfortable Conversations podcast translated into respective languages. It would be an awesome service to really help us spread this very important message of individual stories and the predatory patterns that are continually passed on through the generations through the teaching training program of Kundalini Yoga 3HO. So reach out to me at my email. Thank you so much again, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.